Looks like Jamar Hamlin is in the building. He's in the building! Yes, if they show him in the stadium in any capacity, it will blow the doors off of this place. Jamar Hamlin just showed up, and it looks like his mom and his little brother is there. Oh, oh we great. love to see it. Stay tuned. Hey, there he is. Jamar Hamlin returned to the facility this week. Sean McDermott telling us it was so good to have him around. He told us it's all completely up to Hamlin, how involved he wants to be every day. There he is. Jamar stood up, right? Yeah, he did. This is it right here. What a scene. Oh, Just look at him. That's what's... It's his sign. Oh, just look at him. What a beautiful, triumphant story that galvanized this entire nation. Hey, what's poppin'? Galvanized? <laughs> Why'd they lose the game then? Maybe they, maybe they should have focused on the field. People, I was, I was tweeting all of it out, you know, like, Demar's son is there, Demir. And I misspelled his name, by the way, which I didn't even know. And um, and people were like, "Knock it off, Drew." <laughs> Somebody called me, "Cut it out, Drewmar." Drewmar, <laughs> that's great. I didn't make any snide comments. I just was kind of going with the program. Yeah. The English Bill fans are like, oh, "You should have suited up." He's good enough to be in the stadium. He played the first play of the game, maybe, and they, they just jumped off sides and yeah. he left the field. <laughs> just no, they could have used him, man. They got that Burrow just completed everything he put up in the air. So long as, I mean, he could have been the guy who was untackleable, though. Couldn't they have saved the game? Because nobody Buffalo? wanted to murder him. Nobody would want to oh, hit yeah, him. Oh, yeah, nobody wanted to hit him. He couldn't tackle him, that's right. No, he would be like putting a guy in a wheelchair in for one play. Yeah. Make a wish. <laughs> He's, he yeah. supposedly can't run that fast, so it'd take a while, but. I, today they said he was still on a little bit of oxygen. He's so. a little, he yeah, a little yeah. out of breath. Um, so I guess we should still be talking about him all the time until he is fully better, right? Well, now. we are. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to paint a mural. All right, we're in the uh, dealsandad.com studios. The mural's beautiful, by the way. <laughs> where is the mural? Does anybody know where that mural is? In Buffalo. We need one here. Should we Good raise guess, some money? Brandon. Can we raise some money to get sure, the, a- uh, the mural put up here? It's too? the Statue Community Mobilized. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> honestly, I, it, I don't know of murals where the person's still alive. Only like Barack Obama when he was elected. Okay, good one. All right. But aside from Barack, I don't know. I mean, basically the same. One's a president and the other died on a football field. So. Pretty close. Oh, Stevie Wonder is case. still downtown in the Eastern Market. So. He's alive. Yeah, there's, there are, I mean, there's no Barely. enforcement of mural <laughs> rules, I don't think. I don't know that they're under well, I law. I want to make some, all right? <laughs> I appreciate your adherence. All financials are presenting sponsor. And as Jim Bentley said, uh, interest rates have been spiraling down. They're not as crazy high as they were. Uh, they are, though, if you're paying off credit card bills. So if you want to get those credit card bills paid off or become debt-free or you have liquidity problems and you own a house, you've got opportunities to get rid of that high-interest debt. Get the money you need with a cash-out refi from Hall Financial. Call 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And um, I'm going to mention, too, God, Eli, you, you've not participated in the Ghost Budsters <laughs> weed that we have uh, we have a new advertiser. Are you aware of this, Eli? Yeah, we talked about it last week. That's right. The Ghost Budsters, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got some Ghost Budsters bud for you, if you're interested. Um, well, I'm, 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 I'm not home until April. I'll, I'll hold on to it for you. Then. I'll hold no, on. We will it's hang not on safe in your hands. Yeah, I'll hold on to it. I wonder if Jim Bentley's friend tried it out yet. I did <laughs> find that Ghost Budsters was in uh, my local dispensary. The oh, Dispo in Romeo, so add that to the list. What, what's that again? 
The Dispo in Romeo. Dispo. I found some Ghostbuster pre-rolls, the oh. Mac 1 and the Big Drip. Nice. You know about you, uh, do, do they do they have just several? Because usually most of these dispensaries have have shitty to very good weed, depending on how much money you have. But I don't know this is really this is really good weed, and good. that's what they good. that's what they do. Uh, find Ghost Budsters at one of your favorite dispensaries like Vibe, all locations. King of Buds in Monroe, Information Entropy in Ann Arbor, Breeze in Hazel Park, Shango in Hazel Park. And many more. Ask for it by name, too, because if you ask for it, your dispensary might... They're trying to get in more dispensaries. Briefers. So think about that when you pop in. All right, Eli, where do you want to start? Eli's... Oh, well, yeah. I know where we want to start. Dr. Yaldo brings you Eli. Dr. Yaldo presents... Say it my way. An Eli Zeret production. Close your eyes. You Ozzy song? Hey, they're knighting him soon. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. Doctor well, Yaldo? Oh yeah, Doctor Yaldo. <laughs> you know <laughs> him too. The, uh, like you, when the game started, the Bills Cincy game, and the first thing you see is Demar and his mom showing up. I'm saying, oh man, is this going to be a whole afternoon of this gratuitous pandering to the story? <laughs> you got 11 people just got murdered in Monterey Park, but all we're going to talk about is a guy who's happily on the mend. You know, he's walking just fine. But you know what? I really was waiting for them to overdo it. And except for some of the stuff you played, they really didn't. There was the one time after the two-minute warning at the half where he gets up, I guess, in, in the snow field, the, the, you know, the tight shot, you, all you see is snow. So you kind of va- vaguely see DeMar there in the press box. And so, there, so and then Tony Romo had, oh, you know how heartwarming it is. And then Jim Nance with the, with the grip, the nation, whatever, the galvanize the nation, whatever. He's, <laughs> on the next play, the next play after all this excitement, Jamar Chase catches a touchdown pass. That did get called back because they said he fell. I said, perfect for all the inspiration. He inspires them into the next play. Mm-hmm. The Bengals score a touchdown. But uh, they didn't overdo it. And I think they covered the story kind of as they should have. They couldn't ignore it, right, because it's a national story. No, you could. I will say, however, because <laughs> I was looking for those clips to put that little montage together in the beginning. And I was like, as soon as I put DMA, like to search, the first thing that popped up was, Damar Hamlin conspiracy, and it's spreading all over where people. What? What's the conspiracy? They didn't Websites show his face. You go to you go to Sony conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. Didn't show his face. No, this isn't me. This is what other people are putting online. Listen to this. Listen. Google listen. knows it. Welcome to a short edition of the Truth Zone, and I don't know if you all caught this or not. Those of you who maybe watched this game, but Damar Hamlin, at least it was supposed to be Damar Hamlin. <laughs> was shown throwing up the pyramid huh? and the 666 <laughs> hand gestures. Yeah. Oh, no. I kind of wonder if this is even really the real Hamlin or not. Well, it's less snow there. It's hard to tell. I you have my tell. doubts. He's wearing a hood. That might not be him. Let's cancel him. I found that very, very <laughs> strange. Maybe they've got to replace this him whole for tomorrow. Hamlin. thing is nothing like, more than was replaced. energy harvesting. Energy harvesting. Oh. Energy harvesting. By the Illuminati. The Illuminati. Oh, the Illuminati. Wow, you know, Brandon. that is a dude who is spending his time doing that instead of getting laid, so. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's sad know, being, truth. Uh, seeing DeMar Hamlin's replacement, being his fake replacement to buy, would be kind of fun. My only like thought Like an is, evil DeMar? Well, I don't know. I'm not sure what that guy was. Well, he said there was a 666. Yeah, the Illuminati and everything. My only thought was you saw the video from inside the press box, right? 
that yep. the Bills put out where he's inside. Yes. And you can kind of see like where that press box is looking. I'm like, can we get Demar better seats in the press box? <laughs> All <than> right. <laughs> like they were there's like the worst sweet seats in that. Even stage. Newsweek has an article about how it's a body double conspiracy. Oh, cool. Well, yeah, that wow. makes a lot of sense because we only saw him walk into the fucking stadium with his kid and his mom. No, he was brought in a security car. Did you uh, see a little security his car? His family he was came in. Anybody that adheres to that way. is racist because they think I everybody looks like Demar Hamlin. Well, well, doesn't it have to be a purpose behind a conspiracy theory? Like it's really. A, an entity is trying to do something. What, yeah, what the NFL. We'll figure that out later. Let the NFL, conspiracy. Eli. <laughs> just start the conspiracy first. He's dead. They don't want to be dead because it's bad for football. So there you go. <laughs> figure that out later. Uh, let's shout out to Alex I, Jones. All right, let's talk some football. Yeah, what about I, the football? May I, say, may I say, even before we start, after watching this NFL playoff football orgy both days, and I watched all four games except for the very end of the Dallas game because I, I knew they oh. couldn't come back in the last couple of minutes. But I got to say, and, and Brandon, especially this is for you, I am in awe of watching televised football. How, what an amazing present. I remember football before there was a replay. I remember before, well, you never knew the score unless the announcer told you. Yes. I remember before a telestrator, before the first downline, before digital editing created these amazing highlight packages all game long, before they had the super close-ups where you can see a oh, quarterback's nose, before the, before the, before the, the, the cameras green of podcasting. <laughs> before the cameras you know, take you in, in the huddle and follow the players down the field and the, the dramatic drone shots, you know, they play, put the blimp out of business. So it's just an amazing amazing presentation on, on television e and, uh, Eli my I agree my daughter who's almost nine she uh, is really getting into NFL games mainly because they're on at eight and it helps her stay yeah, up right. later so I let her watch the first half of these games <laughs> and she asked that same question like what is that yellow line and what is that yeah. black line and I'm like you don't understand when I was your age we had none of that you had no idea what the down distance right. was I'm sure she appreciated oh, that she did hey, those she, were crazy times. she's getting into it man we're bonding. can we talk about football <laughs> Eli brought it up <laughs> <laughs> do you, Brandon? Do you do you remember football before the yellow line? Not really. No, I don't. Because the first time I saw that, not only is it amazing, but then it actually moved with the camera, mm -hmm. and you say, "How the hell can they do that?" And now we just take for granted. I remember the glow puck. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, um, I, it was it, it was memorable. Though we were talking beforehand, and Mark said he thought all the games were shit. I, I actually thought they were pretty compelling. I thought, except for uh, I like thought Dallas San Fran was good. Yeah, it was a good game. Yeah, uh, but uh, Jacksonville was a bad game. Too bad game. And, and I want to give credit. I want to give credit to uh, uh, Romo because in that in that Cincy game at Buffalo, they're playing at Buffalo. Buffalo was favored. It's seventeen to ten at the half, and Romo says basically that the game is over. He basically says there's just no way that they can come back. That since it, that the team that is dominant in the first half, it rarely switches. So here you got an announcer at, with a one touchdown difference halfway through the game, basically saying on national television, it's over. Buffalo can't come back. And he was right. Now, now picture our announcers in this town, okay? With, with, and I don't want to mention any names. The Tigers will be down 7 nothing in the ninth. And it's, <laughs> well, hey, you string together four, five, six hits. You got a couple of breaks, you know, uh, and, 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 and you're, then you're back in the game, and who knows? Well, yeah, who knows? Who knows that they're not going to come back? But in but Romo, and, and the, I thought what he pointed out about how Joe Burrow kind of mimics Peyton Manning and he explained that so layman can understand how Peyton reads the defense that's what Burrow does and he compared the two of them coming from a quarterback talking about 
the Hall of Fame quarterback and this young guy here is I just thought it was I, I, I give credit. I give credit to Rolls. Uh, did you guys notice I, I, I was just absolutely crazy because I was rooting for the Bills. I really wanted the Bills to win. I love that team. Aww. And I just thought they did nothing to stop the short passes. They were oh. left, right, middle. Just somebody was open for eight or nine yards every time Burrow went back there, it seemed like. It was so frustrating. And I thought, God, can't they make some adjustments or something? But, but Drew, they couldn't stop the run either. Every time Mixon yeah, no, got right. the ball, he went for 10 yards. So they, they couldn't stop any of it. And, and what happened to their offensive line? Their offensive line is usually pretty good, and they couldn't get any any track. No. They didn't look like themselves. Yeah. They didn't. Yeah. That could be a testament to Cincy, though. Though. That's because of Demar. I don't know. Their receivers weren't really open yeah, downfield. I mean, they had the one big play through the 32-yard pass. Uh, I think with about 10 minutes left or so, you thought, "Oh, here they go. They're gonna." Yeah. They were down 17, but you thought, "God, they could score real yeah. fast." And then um, they end up, I think, um, flaming out on fourth down or mm-hmm. something. So I, I, th- I think Cincinnati will definitely beat Kansas City next week. That that an- high ankle sprain can be awful. We don't know what to what degree Mahomes has it. But you could see how it changed his ability to play. Chad Henney, though, baby. Chad Henney, 98 yard yard drive. (laughs) He wasn't even that great as a Michigan quarterback, and he's been in the NFL for 20 years. Yeah, he was. was Chad Henney's still in the NFL? He led a 98 yard drive for a touchdown when Mahomes was out. (laughs) Oh, oh, I missed part of that game. I had no idea. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Do you make some good passes? (laughs) He didn't look bad. I don't know. Chad, Chad Henney, I mean, I thought you were pulling my leg. No, for a second there. No. No, he got a shout out from Kelsey at the end of the game and everything. I have a sad story to tell. I was recording the Chiefs Jacksonville game. I turned it on and I hit, you know, play to start the game. And all of a sudden, the play doesn't hit and it just shows final score 27 to 20. Oh, it's like, what? <laughs> it's a sad story. Oh, so I, I tried to play catch up and I'm like, oh, this is ridiculous. I know Why what's going to happen. So I watched the fourth quarter and I watched the Jaguars blow two great opportunities to score. Yeah. And then they did get the field goal and the kickoff with 25 seconds left. But that yeah. was, you know, did you, very did, you, did you catch in that game the, the, um, Kind of unspoken humiliation of Urban Meyer. They only yeah. mentioned his name once, but they kept. They, they were trying to spare the humiliation because they kept saying how Trevor Lawrence is a rookie. You know, he had to bear the brunt of it. He had to talk to the media. It's because Urban Meyer was such a total piece of shit as a coach. They were awful, and this poor rookie goes to play for this guy, and it's a miserable season. And 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 and, and Meyer just you know. Totally fired. They pay off millions and millions of dollars. He was that awful, and they referred to him without without really saying his name. He only said it once, but uh, he had to be just totally humiliated from the whole experience. And that makes Michigan fans happy. <laughs> I want us to talk about the uh, the forty nine Dallas game for a second because I I don't know. Tell me if you guys feel differently. And he could change my mind very easily. He's not that been in the league that wrong, but I just don't feel like Dak, Dak Prescott can win me a big game. Um, I wasn't really rooting for anyone in that game, but I just, you know, when you said you turned the TV off, when it was 19-12, I wanted Dallas to tie it so we could see the guy miss the extra point. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I mean, that's really dumb, but that's what I wanted. And I, I just felt like Dak Prescott's not going to get me down the Please, field. And another except, quarterback. Except <laughs> look at what he did against Tampa Bay. I mean, yeah. he looked like the greatest quarterback. Oh, ever. yeah, but against that's, Tampa that's Bay. The, that's I mean, the NFL, though, right? You know, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Has he won any big games in the... No, I don't think no, he has. Dallas is always out during the divisional games. He's he threw two four, stupid two interceptions. Yeah. He could have thrown another one easily in that game. Yeah, he and made I thought a lot he got, of bad choices. Too. I thought he was way outplayed. By yeah, Brock Purdy? Uh, yeah. uh, that's a tough one. And remember, uh, Jerry Jones was, was reluctant to give him the, the standard 
35 million a year that quarterbacks get, but I mean, he's one of the top, he's, he's definitely one of the top 10 in the league, right? One oh, of the top, top 10. Sure. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that. They're all the same. Um, I just feel like he, a lot of times when you need him to hit a big pass, he's just not that accurate. And he, I think he threw a lot of interceptions this year too, which seemed, I don't remember him doing that before, but maybe he did. Well, they got a bigger problem yeah. now. They got to find a running back because Pollard, did you see his injury? No. Oh. Broke his leg? Which they called a high ankle sprain. I mean, his yeah. leg bent the, the wrong oh. way. Yeah. He's, he's a free agent. Ezekiel Elliott, the, the center that plays a... <laughs> the center? Yeah. That center Ezekiel. <laughs> nice final play. Center running back Ezekiel Elliott seems to be done. In- I was strapped in for like multiple <laughs> laterals. I was so excited. Was I'm like, they're going to do something crazy on this play. It's not going to work, but I'm it'll just be nuts. But aren't you glad it ended the way it did? No. Well, yeah. <laughs> In a way. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of funny. <laughs> you either wanted a touchdown or what happened. Well, yeah, for all the excitement and all the jibber-jabber about, oh my God, this formation. <laughs> I don't know who the announcer is, but he's like, um, and is it McCarthy, the head coach at Dallas? Like, McCarthy's obviously been thinking about this kind of play for a long time. Just put something together, and they snap the ball, and the guy gets hammered. Six course, yards down the field. I, I was having fun on Twitter, and I, Eli, I don't know if you picked up on this, but there were, I believe, was it four or five huge mental errors in the last two five. minutes of yeah. that game? Mm-hmm. Which game are you talking, are you talking Dallas, about? The Dallas, Dallas, Dallas and 49ers. Right after you turned it off, yeah. The receiver that stepped out of bounds, he had an easy 15 right, yard saw catch. That. I saw that. Dalton right. Schultz. There was the, the fair catch call at the six yard line. And then, um, yeah. uh, let's see what else. There were a couple others. Well, first off, they punted with what two or five, and I know they had three timeouts, but they yeah. punted on the fourth and ten. It's like you can't give the ball up there, can you? Sure yeah, not really. That, that was a tough call. I was surprised because they, you know, they the had three, three timeouts and the and the two minute warning, and then you got it. San Francisco throws on first down, completes a seventeen yard pass or whatever. Yeah, it was a pretty cool play. Um, but there were a couple other really dumb mistakes. Oh, the the 49 running back that ran out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, that was also gave them Dal- a chance to get the ball back. That's also Dalton Schultz. Yeah. He made what? two, two bonehead plays. How can everyone <laughs> watching the game know that you can't do that, and the guy does it? <laughs> Who's the yeah. last receiver? Remember Gerald Crowell? Uh, Jermaine Crowell. Jermaine yeah. Crowell, yeah. who didn't, didn't run out of, out of bounds. bounds. He yeah. caught a bomb with like five seconds left, and there were, you know, if he'd gone out of bounds, it had one play from the 10 yard line or something, and he tried to get extra yardage. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was weird. Jermaine, uh, you know, um, Jermaine Crowell replaced Herman Moore, mm-hmm. who had. Time left in his career, and to this day, although Herman hasn't said it publicly because he works for the Lions, he was so pissed. He goes, "They cut me or demoted me for Jermaine Crowell," but but they did. And and uh, now that you bring him up, I, I've forgotten about that. But you know what? They still talk about the Lions dur- during the week. The the, the headlines and the headline in the Detroit paper was that Ben Johnson, a 36 year old offensive coordinator, comes back. And so this is a, again, and I don't blame them, but it's an overreaction to a team that, you know, finished strong but didn't make the playoffs with the visions of, you know, we'll be there next year. And the, that's the M Live headline was Ben Johnson's return. Yet another sign the future has arrived for the Detroit Lions. And then Alex Anzalone is quoted as saying, you know, with, it's clear the NFC North title isn't just the goal. It's the expectation. It's time to win now. There's no excuses. This is no rebuild. So a week, uh, you know, the lines are lingering on the on the fringe there, and we'll see if they're part of this next year. I, uh, well, it's weird because I, I remember thinking, "Wow, look at look at what the Giants did this year, right? With a turnaround, with mm-hmm. a, a brand right. new coach. Look at Jacksonville. You know, the 
similar to the Lions. Yeah, absolutely. And then look at yep. look look at who's playing in the conference championships. Hands down, the best four teams in the league. Right. Without right. a doubt. Well, but yep. you gotta and then maybe Buffalo. Work your way to that point. No, I know. They definitely took a huge step this year. I, I'm excited. I like reading about the Lions. Mm-hmm. I mean they're they're directing it at me because I am I'm on the bandwagon. I'm not an idiot, but I'm excited about the team. I think well, they, I think you should they could be. win the division. I think you should be. We just we just uh, you know this has happened many times in their in their 65 year history as we since the last championship to expect them to elevate to the elite level so we'll we'll we'll, we'll hold our we'll hold our uh, our thoughts well, until we see that happen uh you know the whole Har- can we switch switch the harbaugh sure you know, and, and and mark you being a michigan man i don't know about you but but long ago i put it out of my head that michigan's like above the fray you know like like the michigan man that that Bo put on a pedestal as as living on higher moral ground. Yeah, the sure. rest of college football is is a fantasy. Mm-hmm. You got the Mozzie Smith thing. You got the the Donovan Edwards. You know, uh, tweeting about that was a glitch. Whole, when are they going to the, the Holocaust the Museum? When's the visit? <laughs> is anyone going to ask them? When are you going? We know, We'd like to cover we just, that. We just know that his offensive coordinator Matt Weiss will not be at the famous Holocaust Museum <laughs> visit. Now that, now that, no, he won't. He <laughs> should be invited, though. He was there during the glitch. You know, I, I got to assume, unless you guys know more than me, this is the most. This is the, the most report, the least information about a reported story I can remember in a long time. I, Nobody I would knows have to agree. What he did, why they fired him. My suspicion is, is that he was hacking into other teams, recruiting, and 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 maybe you know looking at who's talking to who, uh, who's who's got who going on the NIL thing, who they're going to get in the portal. So there's a lot of espionage you can do on what other teams are doing. You don't think so, Mark? See, no, I thought it was more inner university just because the um, complaint is handled by the University of Michigan police and the complaint came from somebody it sounded like somebody on campus that's hmm. how that's how I read it now is he is he trying to change transcripts is he uh, submitting um, schoolwork for players or is is it something like he's going in, going into a co-ed's uh, email or something yeah, I mean, <laughs> but you, you don't know, know. I, 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 I think it reveals how little we really know about what goes on in of college football. Of course, how 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 how, how seamy it can be. All the you know, how, how do these players graduate? Where do they go to class? Who takes the exams? Uh, you know, how how do they spend twelve hours a day at the football facility and still be students? How do they get paid? And I tell you, you know, it used to be now that Blake Corum is staying back. I saw somebody wrote staying for next year. He wrote, "Bo had it. Those who stay will be champions." Now it's those who who's, those who stay will be paid because there's no way Blake Corum is going back for no. another year without getting paid. And Hell the no, shit is going on. The NC, it's the NCAA or, or, is so hey. incompetent that they, they they couldn't figure out how to do this for years. They want the they want the Congress to fix college football and college and Congress can't fix anything. So it's a huge mess. And you got out there. I think Dan Wetzel might have written this. I don't know. But Florida quarterback recruit yeah. Jaden Rashad. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Out, they out after a 13 million dollar NIL deal. He's fell only a four star. God. He's a four-star quarterback. Yeah, but they li- they. It sounds like they lied to him. Whoever this. Con- well, their NIL money sort- apparently backed off. No, I yeah. know. I I don't think he ever 
he, look, his first mistake was believing he's worth $13 million. You're right. He's not. Because he's not that good. He's never but played. But somebody at that consortium who yeah. piles all the money together says, you're worth $13 million, and he believes it and signs. And, and he, he left Miami. He'd committed to Miami, Miami, and he yeah. said, fuck you. I'm getting $13 million in Florida. No, it's the Wild West right now, and the NCAA just needs to bite the bullet and find a better way to pay these guys. They, they can't. They're incompetent. And the other one. No, not the that, NCAA, you know, but the conferences at least. Right. Uh, somebody who wants to transfer has got to put his name in the transfer portal. But what they're doing now, and this is the case with North Carolina quarterback mm. Drake May, he's getting offered money to put his name in the sure. portal, <laughs> which is which is recruiting, which is ridiculous. You know, and, and so, yeah, but the people doing the, pe- the people doing it are people not associated with any of the universities, just other than that they're fans of the university they want him to come to. This is yeah. the most corrupt pile of bullshit. But but the schools <laughs> made this. Their- <laughs> The schools made this problem because they don't want to pay the they players. Don't want to pay them. So they're like, oh, well, yeah, don't fans. take our money, so we'll just turn this into a big pile of shit, and yeah. we still get all our money, <laughs> yeah. so we don't care. And they're really going to start worrying when the money that was flowing in donation-wise for the athletic departments is going to go into these groups that are paying the players. <laughs> no, they just send everybody a formula, we need money, please help! Which is what now, they always do. They always ask for money. They always need more money. They always get it. That's why. I guess so. Did I see Drew? Did I see you or somebody with the show, uh, like give a thumbs up on Neil Rubin's article about why Harbaugh is? Why are we giving this man a raise? Were, were you, I don't know if I was thumbs upping it. I just was saying, oh, Neil Rubin's going to hear it from the cult. Uh, but I, I, I thought, is this one of those things where another sports writer will write it, and somebody's got to say it? Because you know, I brought this up uh, last week, and Mark, you said he didn't sign a new contract last well, he year. Signed the he extension did sign. Whatever, he yeah. signed a whole new contract. In fact, right. two people sent it to me because they said, "What do you mean he didn't sign a contract?" And it said that his uh, assistants got a, a certain amount more, and everything he wanted, he got. So I don't well, know why all of a sudden this is Ward Manuel's fault that he wants a new contract. See that story? He hasn't talked to Ward since last May. Yeah. yeah. Well, whose fault is that? Why is it just Ward's fault? Well, because I mean, Jim Harbaugh goes to talk to NFL teams. He said, "Here go, no, I'm done with that. I'm done." And now he's doing it again. And all of a sudden, Ward Manuel's the bad guy. I don't. I just I, don't understand that. Well, just based on the missteps that Ward's made, I kind of feel like it is Ward's fault. How, well, but well, he gave him everything he wanted last year, and now he's supposed to do it all over again. And Harbaugh's I mean, going back on his word, and he's talking to NFL. Eli, I mean, am I crazy? No, you're assuming no, it's all no, Harbaugh's no, fault no, too, no, though. No, no, no I'm not. But, I think but, going. Go ahead. What, what you don't, what you may not be understanding, and what Neil doesn't understand, is that yes, he signed a contract, a five-year contract for thirty-seven million dollars, but there are buyout clauses, and so if an NFL team, and by the way, NFL coaches, the, the highest-paid uh, college coach makes about eleven million. Saban, Kirby Smart's about eleven million, and so he just wanted to be brought brought up to speed. Now, the contract he had as it has a buyout. So if he went to the pros, they went to the Broncos, they would buy out his contract. I think it was $3 million. It's all legal. He buys it out, and then he can go get more money in the pros. Uh, he's worth $9.5 million if Mel Tucker is. He's Wait. worth $9.5 million if Ryan Day is, who he beat twice. And so this is just the flexibility. Why did they give it to him last year? They, they gave him a new deal last year after he won the Big Ten. Well, then he, but, but two years in a row, he makes the final four out of 120 teams that can make the final four. And so he deserves at least compared to the others more money. It's just it's just the way it's just the way it works. But he said but, he was not going to talk to the NFL anymore. Why is that Ward Manuel's fault? I'm not I'm not saying anything is Ward Manuel's fault. Har- Harbaugh's obviously a lunatic in, in many ways besides that. I mean, I would I would think I remember when George Perlis George Perlis talked to the NFL. Michigan State fans were livid about that. I think he did it once or twice. 
Wasn't that a big well, deal? Larry Brown talked to somebody. Oh, he's out. Always did, yeah. Well, it's become just the way it goes right now. They, they're well, Roy, Michigan. Roy, Roy, Michigan Roy is Wilson. different. Yeah. Either they buy him out, they terminate him and pay him off, or they restructure the deal. And it happens all the time. And so they restructured his deal for him to bring him up to par with the other guys. So I don't think, even though you can, all the other bullshit about, you know, flirting with the pros and the things he says in the paper and all the self-promotion and all that, you know, he, he, he did it again this year. He wants to be boosted up and they, they'll probably get something back, you know, probably a, a higher buyout or something like that. If he decides to go, all right. just I, I'm just business. bored with it all, to be honest, <laughs> uh, whatever. I, well, we, we, I mean, we talked about the whole thing with Carolina almost being, maybe this is a leveraged deal. And you know what? It looks like it was, and it looked like it worked. Yeah. What? You know, him talking like to Carolina. Stat. Carolina, the guy came out and said, I didn't call him. He's yeah. calling me constantly. That's what leverage <laughs> That's, is that? His, his agent did. Yeah. Uh-huh. How is that leverage if the guy well, says, he's calling me nonstop, throw, I can't get rid of him? Because you throw those rumors out there, and the heat gets turned up. And but he still hasn't signed a contract. Well, the president of the university got involved, which apparently is what he wanted. I don't know. The dude's fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, he's and, more than weird. Right. And he's also in, in the midst of, you know, a, a big snit with the NCAA where he, he, he claims he forgets. He claims he forgets yeah. that he that he that he it's lied. Brilliant. To them. But, you know, That's brilliant. Admit the, you the other, lied. I was telling other, Brandon, I reminded <laughs> me of my, my buddy who um, in high school, they're like, uh, you smoked weed. You're going to be kicked out. He goes, no, I didn't. And they're like, we're going to test you. He's like, OK, go ahead. And then he stayed up that whole night drinking gold seal and water because, you know, they don't have proof. They don't know. They don't know that he didn't know what he knew when he knew it. But, <laughs> it's a very Clinton-esque I, thing. Yeah. Look whatever. at the other. Four, it's the NCAA at, trying to justify themselves. Get out of and, here. And, and and look at the Wait, other violations. Michigan complains like the, about other people committing violations. Why is it all of a sudden it's like, oh, who cares now? Yeah. No, the, the type one violation or type two one. Was it Urban Meyer got suspended for because his wide receiver coach assaulted his wife or something? That wasn't. That that, that's not an NCAA. Oh, Ohio State suspended him. Yeah, Zach Smith. That's not an NCAA violation. But, is it? No, 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 no. Who am I thinking? Of? I, Joe Jim I, I, Trestle I, I, bought. What did they do with Jim Trestle? He gave oh, him the gold pants or money. something. Yeah, money. Mm -hmm. Think of it. Ohio State oh, yeah, okay. had to didn't he get blown out. Over there, Ohio State had to forfeit an entire year of a victory or of uh, their yeah. wins. Oh no! About Ten years ago, because the players got free tattoos. NCAA violation. How terrible that was. Joke. It's a joke. They're trying to justify their existence with college football because they know it's not going to last much longer. And college football is really built on a lie. The lie is that the athletes are students, that they're student athletes, and it really isn't. But whatever, we all we all love the game. But the, the, these other violations, like against Michigan, like an analyst performed on-field coaching duties during a practice. They've already got 25 coaches. Does it really matter that an analyst said, you know, grip the ball differently or do something it's it's it, that or have coaches watched a player work out on zoom is that really a violation I well, mean, why have any up. rules i mean they've been exactly. doing whatever they want for all these years anyway why, why do they even have this like i remember when michigan got in trouble when rich rod was there it was like they worked an extra hour a week or something it's like who's timing all they're really mean to tell me they time every hour a student spends in <laughs> athletics <Right>. really <laughs> I mean, the Jim Trestle thing sounds so it's dumb that, now. That's my point. It's the NCAA is trying to ridiculous. find a reason but, for them to exist in the world of college football. Look, look at Reggie Bush. 
They took his Heisman away. <laughs> now he's, he he's going to be a Hall of he, Famer. He won the most coveted award in football because he borrowed money from an agent. Uh, like, I think then they the rest of us can borrow money anytime too, we want to go to the bank and borrow money today. But a player can't <laughs> borrow money. He's got to give back his Heisman trophy. And now he's one of the finalists for the college football Hall of Fame. So he's That's right. he's so he bad in. He's that he can't good. keep his Heisman. But they won't but give, but they won't give yeah. him his Heisman back. He's Anyway, back to the money thing. Money has become the number one stat in sports, I think. It's more than touchdowns and home runs and points per game. It's how much does he make? That's a contract for. No. What's he getting in an NIL? What, what, you know, what are they offering him? It's just become a, a stat that's kind of been, you know, I think just a little more than we need to, to hear about it. But that's the way it goes. Anyway, this is just a reminder as I close out here, because you've been hearing us talk about Dr. Yaldo for years. You're probably sick of hearing us talk about him. Advertising is about repetition, like seeing the Lily, the AT&T girl, or Flo, or the gecko all day long. The gecko's pretty funny, though. Or Tom Selleck selling reverse <laughs> mortgages to seniors who are running out of dough. <laughs> so remind you, when you get to that point where you're so frustrated with contacts, glasses, or reading glasses, you decide to do what ten thousands, tens of thousands, that is, Detroiters have done. Just go see Dr. Yaldo. Get the free evaluation. Decide if it's right for you, as it's been for so many of our listeners. Custom LASIK. You save $1,500 just for mentioning the show. Or the miracle of lens replacement that I got that gives you bionic eyes, stunning near and far vision for the rest of your life. Hey, get out of here. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Thanks. All right, Trudy. Bye. Bye. Uh, okay. Take it away. New car inventory is finally growing. And when inventory grows, so do the savings. So a full lot means better selection. Better selection means dreamy deals. Best of all, when you fin- visit our friends and studio sponsors, Zot Ford and Holly, you get both. So if you bought out your lease in the past year or two because there's nothing to choose from and the deals sucked, today's your lucky day. There's no need to spend money, new brakes, tires, maintenance. You don't need to do any of that. Car. Just trade that turd in and get $2,000 more than it was appraised for when you purchased or when you lease a new Ford Escape Edge or Explorer at Zot Ford. As a matter of fact, you can trade in almost any used car and get the extra two grand when you get a new whip. Nobody cares. Need more deals? How about 0% financing? Yeah, 0% financing on many new vehicles in stock at Zot. Plus, Gabar and the team will toss in a Ford factory trifold Tato cover at no charge on every <laughs> F-150 you buy or lease in the month of January. Message to Steve, though. Can you please take the Tano cover thing out of the script? <laughs> now that we've learned now. Uh, clearly, Thank you, Steve. Clearly, an expanding inventory generates beautiful bargains, and you can check out both when you go visit dealsinthed.com. And Legacy Partners, you're going to buy a new whip, you got to insure a new whip, and Legacy Partners are the ones to call. They've saved so many of our listeners' money on home and auto, and they also specialize in small business insurance and big business insurance as well. And if you're 64 or older, you need to reach out to Legacy to find out how they can help you with Medicare for no charge. So you don't get scammed by shysters who are calling or pestering you on emails or um, any other way that uh, they can get through to you during open enrollment to try to scare you. Uh, t- call Legacy to get in the right plan and ignore the telemarketers. And they're independent. They shop all the carriers to get you the best deal on insurance. And you'll be mad at your current insurance person when you find out 
what you could have been saving. Alan Hoffman. Call me 586-209-4106. Uh, that's 586-209-4106. And you can get into the drawing for the $50 gift card. Hunter Pierce. Amen. Yeah. And, All right. Yeah. Um, you can stop there, Trudy. Oh, go, go um, I try to do two at a time. Sometimes we get backed up. But sure. uh, I just want to say I had... I had some of the best laughter this weekend. I remember my as far as watching something and just laughing out loud myself. Really? I watched That's My Boy again. Oh, we were talking about it a couple boy. weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, with Sandler. It's one of those movies that everybody hates. Like Norbit. Eh, it yeah. won Razzies, didn't it? I think so. No one really liked it. I saw it in theaters and I loved why, it. Why do I think that movie is so fucking funny? It's the I closest thing. Ass off. It's the closest Adam Sandler movie to like the Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore type movies. Because he went away from that. He, you know, he's a big movie star doing a whole bunch of So you laugh, Brandon? Oh, I loved it. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, Did you see a tree? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I'm going to strangle this motherfucker. But my favorite comedic actor of all time, Andy Samberg, is in it as well. So. Oh, he's my great. This is your toilet. Uh, Mark, you liked it, didn't you? Love it, yeah. So who doesn't like That's My Boy? Hey, what's up, RoboCop? I don't know, 49% of the audience, according to Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> God, I just want, I mean, just. Wait. So there's, are there Sandler's mo- Sandler movies that get 80 on oh, Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, that's a great question. Ooh. I mean, maybe. Billy maybe, Madison should. Oh, yeah. I would think it would. I would think Happy Gilmore would get 80 uh, or 80. I think Happy Gilmore would probably be his highest, yeah. Right. Out of those movies. But, I mean, for to win Razzies, that means it's really bad. Um, I'm just trying to think of, Let's see. okay, I think it would be too crude for a lot of people, but the Adam Sandler crowd, I would think, would laugh at that movie. I did. I mean, if you like yeah. Sandler movies. I got in trouble for recommending, what's the one where he played the foot, he was trying to be, he was the- oh, the water boy. Water boy. Yeah. <laughs> people like that, that movie. By a friend who didn't like the way he maintained the accent oh, all the way the through. Character. Yeah, a lot of people hate Little Nicky for that too, and I love Little Nicky. Here you go, Airheads. Uh, no, I'm going to tell you, critic and then audience. Airheads, which great movie. Love Airheads. Airheads is good. 29% from the critics, 50 from the audience. Billy Madison, 41 from the critics, 79 from the audience. Whoa. Happy Gilmore, 61 from the critics, 85 from the audience. Ah. Wedding Singer, you always forget about oh, Wedding I, Singer. I think yeah, Wedding Singer would do well. 70 from the critics, 80 from the audience. Mm. Waterboy, 33, 71. Dirty Work, 1466. He had a very small role in that, aside from yeah, producing it. Or, that's uh, Norm's movie. Big Daddy, 39, 74. Yeah. I like Big Daddy. I, I love that movie, too. Uh, let's see. Deuce Bigelow, he was the producer. Little Nicky, 21, 55. Uh, Mr. Deeds, twenty two fifty nine. Yeah, I didn't like Mr. Deeds. It's it okay, though. It was, no, you're right. It's okay. Yeah. No, I could sit there and watch that on a day, just watching a dumb movie. And yeah. yeah. That one, that's his third highest grossing movie up to that point, it looks like. That's kind of surprising, Mr. Deeds. Do you guys but, like Grown Ups? No. No. Yeah, I, di- I didn't care for Grown Ups either. It kind of lost me... Like 40, 45 minutes into it, I think it just was like, where's I think the, it was too family going? friendly yeah, it's of too a comedy. Cute. Yeah. yeah, the one yeah. thing that I wish because that movie that's was, my boy is not cute, yeah, it's, it's just crude. downright like crude, yeah. funny, like the worst of crude. But I thought it was fucking, I thought that <laughs> the, the jokes were hilarious. I think what no, I hated about the grown up series is Kevin James's character that was written for Chris Farley, but they're just like, hey, let's let's replace Chris Farley with. Kevin James. I, mean, uh, I don't think that's no, a good No, he doesn't substitute. belong in that. He doesn't belong in that crew. You, Speaking of which, I now pronounce you Chuck. Cut. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, which, by the way, it was funny. Not, could not be made today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nor, nor, could, nor could that's my boy. I think none of these could, really. Uh, 14%, 69 from the audience. It, because of Kevin James, James, you think? 
Do you like him overall as a comedic actor? Okay, no. but I don't uh, want him in a movie that's looking to have a little edge because he'll take some edge away. He's kind of weak. Yeah, he's just soft or something. But see, I don't this know. is around the time, Mark. I can I can already tell by the way you've been reading these off and where we're at in the timeline. Where I really think, for me, I stopped liking the Adam Sandler movies. Uh, well, then you had Zohan. Don't mess with the Zohan. <laughs> I didn't like I, it. Really, it's not that bad. Not Wait, that that's, bad, is that when he's the hairstylist? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was funny. It's it's funny funny parts what did that do? Yeah. Uh, Thirty-seven, forty-five. So I mean, the only forty-five. Huh? Oh, it's, it's tipping I, down. I swore. I I just will somebody please send. I, I would like to know since everyone here likes. That's my boy. Please email Drew at Drew and Mike Podcast. Tell me why you don't like it, because obviously a lot of people don't like it. Or should we pull our audience on Twitter about that? I think our audience, Maybe our audience my face is your toilet. I'm inclined to think our audience would like yeah. that movie. Well, we could know by the end of the show. Grown Ups, 1162. 11? <laughs> Jack, think... Jack and Jill. I've never seen that never one. Seen I have seen that. Could that one be made today? Because he plays both Jack and Jill, the brothers. Oh, oh. Three percent from the critics, thirty-six like from the audience. I really didn't Ooh. like it. That's What's the like, Halloween movie he did? Kirby. On Netflix? Hubie Halloween. I liked that one. Hubie <laughs> Halloween. I, I left my ass. I don't know why, but I liked it. Uh, where's that one? That's recent. Uh, Fifty-one and forty-four. It did better with the critics than it did with the audience. I was uh, I was making notes during the movie because I, I was just <laughs> laughing so much, and so the first the first time I laughed, I think was in the strip club when uh, when the guy yells at the stripper, you know. Um, what, uh, your, no, my face is your toilet. My face is your toilet. <laughs> or my face is your toilet. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> then the uh, new kids on the block tattoo on his back. Yeah. <laughs> they're all warped. <laughs> oh, they're all warped. Oh, my God. Oh, it's a They were just a uh, Sir Jizzalot. He called somebody <laughs> Sir Jizzalot or somebody called him Sir Jizzalot. And then, um. Let's see. Uh, tastes like dick fused with balls in a side order of Rod Stewart's jizz. I mean, there were just oh. a lot of really rough <laughs> lines, but they were pretty good lines. Wow. Uh, and, and Sandler, yeah, Sandler and, and Andy together, I thought were really good. Uh, yeah. Sandler makes... The story was so stupid. The fact that, that Dickie, what's his name, Dickie Berger, is he the child star that knocked up the teacher? Yeah. Sandler's character? Dickie, Dickie Burger. Burger. Yeah, when, when he shows up at the wedding like events and everybody's laughing at him, everyone <laughs> thinks he's so funny. I mean, that was a great, I thought that was a great direction for it to go in where he wins all those people over and, and Sandberg just hates him, of course. <laughs> and wants everyone to hate him, but he's being exposed as a soft asshole. So regarding Sandberg, and I know that's like Maz's least favorite actor in oh the world. Oh my God. Andy Sandberg with a passion. God, he's what? got some weird blind spots. I know. He really like does. Blackbird is in there too. Why? It's oh Blackbird. God. I don't know. That's just Maz. Well, I have to rethink That's Maz. Bizarre. Have you rewatched Pop Star? Never oh, stop, yes, never yes, stopping. Yes, I, yes, I want yes. to rewatch it. Honestly, it's like about a month ago. I, I like so it good. better now than when I first saw it. I don't know why, but it's really, really good. Yeah. There were some really funny jokes in there, but I knew I was missing stuff because I wasn't paying enough attention. Exactly. And I thought I need yeah. to watch this over again. Yeah. What about North Dallas Forty? Oh, that's is that in there? That's not Adam Sandler. Isn't North it? Dallas Forty isn't it Nick Nolte. Well, oh, they no, redid the, it. They um, read it. Sandler did do oh, it. Oh, you're thinking of the other football the, 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 one. Yeah, the, the, where they're, they're in jail. Burt Reynolds' movie, Longest Yard. Longest Yard. Yeah, which Longest my, Yard. Yeah, my yeah, bedroom yeah. was designed after Sandler's right. bedroom. <laughs> right, that's right. <laughs> I took a picture <laughs> of the wall his, in there. <laughs> wall of, of cupboards. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, it, it was cool. It was really cool. You actually, we went to a graduation party at your house, and you made a point yeah, to I did. show it to me. I was me. very proud of it, mm. especially because I got it off that movie. I remember asking the guy. He's like, what's this picture of him? I'm like, it's a scene in The Longest Yard. And he's like, yeah, I could do this. <laughs> That's cool. It wasn't cheap, but it was cool. <laughs> Ooh. Um, 
I don't know. I just thought I just loved the movie. I just from start to finish, I was laughing from the beginning to the end. But yeah, you know, some movies are very individual. Like you know, she's out of my league. I know people say the movie sucks. What house? And I, I don't know. I just laughed a lot at that. I thought it was great. But yeah, I'm looking at Sandberg's movies, and now I, re- I want to rewatch uh, Hot Rod. Oh, Hot God. Rod's great. Hot Rod is awesome. I, love, I love that movie. It's so great. We had some great drops from that. Oh, movie. I still yeah. do. Is his safe word? So much, I just want to smash your face in. This one? You're a pussy. <laughs> of course, we play this one every once in a while. Sully! Bro, no way! No way, Sully, babe. I gotta say what up to Sullivan. Okay. Sweet. Sullivan, you chode! I owe you a shot. <laughs> I love Will Arnett. Seriously, everything he says in that movie makes me laugh like this. Maybe I'll get a box of dong bags so we can knock boots later. What do you think? <laughs> the other Will, and that's my baby, Will... Forte. Forte. He's funny, too. He's playing that so really great. soft, like, yeah. gentleman. Yep. <laughs> Gets a BJ at the strip club. to be really nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, what what else did Sandler do around the time of of Hot Rod? Because he has another one I really like from that oh, period. Oh, Sandberg, Sandberg or Sandberg? Sandberg. Uh, let's see. Hot Rod, I Love You Man. Yeah. Yeah, I Love You Man was, was pretty good. It, that's a small part, but he's really See, good. none of these movies could be made now, right? No, Aren't all no, of them just off the table? No, they could be, but they're just not. They're not making comedies. What's the last really good comedy that came out that was well, a blockbuster? I'm just trying to think Palm of Palm Springs was good. That was a good movie. That's, yeah. movie. that's a different style. It is. Oh, yeah. I thought it was I, great. I just want to say this. Chippendale, Rescue Rangers. You, you might disagree with me, Trudy. Really Please good. help me if I'm misunderstanding. Uh-huh. I can't ever remember time... Where we went backwards in comedy, like it seemed like the door in comedy just got cracked further and further open, and then all of a sudden we're going, "No, that's not funny. That's not funny. That's not funny." And it's like the the little window of what's funny is much smaller than it used to be. And it seemed to me we were always expanding what was funny, and people were acknowledging. It's not oh, just that comedy. I mean, I mean, look at all the headlines today about Aretha. It's not just comedy. Oh, by the way, oh, we'll stop stop right there because uh, the trans community is demanding Spotify and Apple remove "You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman" by Aretha Franklin, which Carol King wrote, so she can dump uh, white woman. Of, yeah, they can blame it on her, uh, but because it's harmful to the trans community, which I That's... never, ever, ever thought of that, and I know it, that song very well. It's, it's never crossed it's my mind. Not about any of that, though. The Oh, could you imagine said, how co- confused Aretha would be if they told her in the news today? <laughs> how do you take it down? <laughs> you don't like it, don't listen to it. She would, not, she would not understand it at all. It's that devotion to making it all about them, I no, think. That it's, not a, it's not about you. fucking insane. This is stupid. But you know what, what bothers me is that it's actually a discussion. In this, in this 2023, this is actually something that will garner discussion. Normally, somebody just go, get the fuck out of here. Right. But because... Well, I think that's most of the discussion, though. Don't you, don't you think most people are telling these people to get the fuck out of here? Oh, but just... there will be defenders. Well, yeah. There will always be yeah, defenders. Because they're easy to mobilize now. Well, and people, I think people relent to just a smallest amount of pressure too yeah. quickly. Oh, yeah. Like um, well, big M&M's, business does, yeah. M&M's are too polarizing for the Super Bowl, so they're oh. taking the M&M... <laughs> I think this. I, people, I'm not. I'm not alone in this, but I think a lot of people feel that this is a publicity stunt for oh. some kind of Super Bowl commercial. Not that actually. Could be wrong, but it does doesn't have all the earmarks of a publicity stunt because I'm kind of people that outraged about the Eminem thing. Well, you know, I mean, no, nobody fucking cares. Somebody would pick no. up on it and say, oh, "Oh my God, look at that!" I mean, like try to make news out of nothing yeah. and successfully. And I, I feel carry like it. people we're basing things that offend people. 
on groups of people that would never see the thing. Yeah. Like, you know, that's my boy is not going to be seen by people that would be offended by it. Mm. It's people going, look at this. Oh, my God, that's terrible. I've never seen that movie. That's horrible. I would never watch it in a million years, but I'm offended. It should not be made for the people that laugh at it. <laughs> no, that's bullshit. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like Howard Stern and the stuff he was getting in trouble for. His audience loved it. The people that didn't listen were the ones offended. Mm-hmm. Right. When it was exposed to them to trouble. offend them, to intentionally offend them. Yeah. And why is this the standard now? It's just fucking ridiculous. I know. Um, and the Taliban, who were heroes, what, uh, two weeks ago because of because the, of Harry, the Terry yeah. dispute, <laughs> now are in heroes. trouble. They just made a side with them. I guess, in trouble Harry. because in boutiques in Kabul, Afghanistan, now they make um, the mannequins, who have no face, really, wear something over their face, like a hood or a shroud or a plastic bag, because you're not allowed to see women's faces. And they have people... We well, don't want people walking around with boners, but, Trudy, Patrolling the streets. Yeah, look at look at how ridiculous. They were to see a face, looks. they'd get a broad. Meanwhile, you can see their arms look, look, and their shoulders. Look, if you have plastic bags see... on their faces, they're trying to sell expensive Good. dresses to people. Well, women aren't allowed to go to school either. They're not allowed yeah. to get educated, right? Because Good. they don't. They want to hold women down. So, and and we're talking about whether Apple but, should play "You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman." Meanwhile, uh, they won't let women go to school. And Dubai homosexuality is a crime. Yeah, you're. And we're worried about don't. stupid shit over here. Have you? Have you seen the story out of Dubai from the weekend? Which Beyonce? Looked- yes. Yeah, Beyonce played Dubai for $35 million. Why did she do that? Now here's- I, because For the money. And, and I saw- She doesn't I've, need the money, though. No, she doesn't. And I saw this being discussed on, on TMZ, and it was, uh, you know, this guest that was on. I was like, hey, she deserves to pad her wallet. And, you know, everybody else pads her wallet. Why can't she pad her wallet? It's like, yeah, but she, no, she acts as if she's a big friend of the LGBTQ community, and go. her last album was dedicated to the LGBTQ community. By the way, she played none of the no songs, songs from that album. Yep, exactly. Zero songs from that album because it's Dubai. They don't yeah, want to hear it wouldn't have gone over well in Dubai, yeah, yeah. I guess, although... So she, you know, gave up her value system for $35 million, which she doesn't really need. How did single yeah. ladies go over where all the dudes just, yeah, all right, single ladies... Well, it was probably just all really, really rich people at the show. I mean, that's okay because it's heterosexual, so it's this totally is what, fine. This is what most bothers me. I'm not mad that she played Dubai. I don't really not care. either, but it's very hypocritical. It's totally hypocritical. She doesn't need thirty-five million dollars. And I got to say though, did you see the suite she stayed in? It's pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> I expect she always. Yeah, I'm sure they had the most incredible suite you could possibly ever have in Dubai. One hundred fifty thousand dollars a night suite. Whoa, <laughs> this hotel is ridiculous. <laughs> She's playing the opening of a hotel for $35 million. Well, I remember, I, you know, tell me if I'm crazy because I might have this wrong. Wasn't there a, a big deal over David Beckham because he was representing soccer in Dubai Qatar. at the Olympics or something? Or Qatar. Qatar. The but they're not, Qatar's not very kind to homosexuals uh, either. They're basically the same, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty much the same. So why are all these people rushing to defend Beyonce, yet everyone just piled on David Beckham? Great question. And everybody on LIV and, Golf. And by the way, guess who else has played Dubai? Elton John, Lady Gaga. All these gay-loving people love gay people and are gay people much more than anyone else, yet they play Dubai. I will say that, Brandon, there's a slight difference with Live Golf or LIV Golf, and that's the fact that there's already another golf tournament. You know, these are nation states, right? That when no, the World Cup rolls around, they're paid to play you, live you, golf. Huh? They're making more money. No, I know. They're but collecting well, like Beyonce's people, collecting. People love to say, well, why didn't you boycott the World Cup? Well, if you do that, you're never playing in another FIFA regulated event again. It's stupid. It's all, it's all dumb. 
No, but, the, but there's but a, a great point. There. Why are all those golfers so fucking evil? The evil Phil Mickelson, who we all love for so long, and all of a sudden he's just this evil, horrible person because he's playing live golf. And yet Beyonce and Elton John and Lady Gaga play in countries where they hate uh, gays. The, the fact of the matter is is that money is what rules, and people really don't care about civil rights or, or human rights around the world. They don't. Well, not when it comes to their, their paycheck. Oh, I, don't, I think most people don't care. Um, yeah, some people really care, some and most people know really, yeah. it's over there. It's yeah. not really my problem. Which is but why it's easy just, for them to buy, you know, soccer teams or start their own racing league. It just seems own. to me that That's we why love... why they can buy WWE, because people don't care. People want to see their entertainment. They don't care if they're... But David Beckham isn't scoring any goals right now, so people... Oh, David Beckham is so... Beyonce's like, well, why, why didn't she get paid? She get paid! No, you're right. You're right, it is What's ridiculous. What's wrong with that? Nobody, no, I don't see defenders for Ronaldo, who's going to the, the Saudi play for a Saudi team. Yeah, Nobody, Phil Mickelson. Fuck Phil Mickelson! Yeah, but yeah. Beyonce, Beyonce get paid! Level. Come on now! Yeah, no, <laughs> I agree. It's a total double standard because nobody, nobody can depends, criticize Beyonce. It depends which, on the person. It's like Howard Stern in blackface uh, yelling the N-word over and over. It's like, oh, Donald Trump Jr. is offended. Who cares about him? Nobody else minds. Which I He's say, very liberal nowadays. The funniest thing, and I, I didn't finish Thursday's show, so I really hope you guys didn't talk about this. But did you talk about Stephen A. Smith talking about Rihanna? And then he said that, I guess, I like Rihanna. She's no Beyonce. Did you guys talk about that? Yeah, I am not no. having a good day. So there was, the whole thing is fucking oh, that? stupid. I was so thoroughly entertained by watching The Nine talk about it. Because <laughs> there's nothing to say there. And people are mad about it. But there's absolutely nothing to say. So he prefers Beyonce over Rihanna, but Rihanna fans are angry. It's just so stupid. I don't really know why he said that. Because he likes he Beyonce better, that. period. And he's Beyonce just played the Super Bowl. No, I know, but he's just saying she's great now. But she'll never be Beyonce. I just didn't understand the point at all. He's Stephen A. There doesn't have to be a point. <laughs> yeah, that's I true. know, but just like the whole world spins <laughs> on its axis because he he might have dissed Rihanna. Oh my God! We got actual audio of Stephen A. Smith. I'm really happy for you. I'm gonna let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. <laughs> one of the best videos of all time. But you have these two forces. You have Beyonce fans. You can never criticize the Queen Bee. Queen and then Bee. you have Rihanna fans, and you can never criticize Rihanna. And Stephen A just goes, fuck all y'all. I'm just going to make a radical statement and get everybody all messed up. Stephen A was also on... Um, Beyonce performed one song with Blue Ivy, which I is know, so touching. Um, how many millions did she get? <laughs> Blue, congratulations. You won a Grammy tonight. Did you yeah, see She's st- got a fucking Grammy. I, I heard, by the way, today that... Meghan Markle is saying that Harry deserves a Grammy for, for spoken word uh. for his book uh, because of his natural storytelling and his smooth voice. And people were actually saying, that, oh, yeah, he's certainly yep. going to be up for he'll this be Grammy. Nom- he'll be nominated. Wait, no, wait. So she wins a cho- award for a podcast. He wins Grammys. What's next? Uh, they're going to win Pulitzers and Heisman. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Harry's going to win the Heisman. My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive what borderline traumatized. Yeah, There's that, so much fucking lunacy around us. I, let's talk about my penis. Yeah, the, the the penis talk should disqualify him because the whole part when he puts Elizabeth Arden on his penis because it's been on his mom's lips is <laughs> disgusting. Weird. Pretty weird. weird. It's disgusting. It's, it's like, like Alec Baldwin talking about his kid hitting on his yeah. mom. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, nobody has <laughs> any so self-awareness that. of how that looks at all or, or sounds. I don't so, want to hear him talk about his penis anyway. You saw that Baldwin thing, right? Mm-hmm. Drew uh, about his. There's a picture that hilarious put up with the one kid like leaning on her back. Who, by the way, looks like Stephen. 
And Alex said something inappropriate. I was more concerned about her Hispanic accent. Yeah, when she was outside being confronted. Which is just well, so fucking ridiculous. dumb. People slip into their original accent when they're under trauma. <laughs> yeah, here, here's, she here's, should be talking like this. <laughs> yeah, here's Boston born and bred Hilaria Baldwin. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to say. You're not going to ask me questions. I'm going to tell you. Okay? I want you guys to realize that we have seven kids. And you being here to escort them to school and to be there when they come home is not good. So on a human level, you guys know... I'm not going to say anything to you. You know that. So please, please leave my family in peace and let this all play out. Okay? So let my kids come home and you stay away from them because they ask me, "Mommy, mommy, what like what are these people doing?" And it's a very hard thing as a mom to try to explain. <laughs> oh, so please go home. Because I'm not going to say anything, and Alec is not going to say anything. Interpreter, please. <laughs> maybe, maybe she spent too much time on Duolingo. Oh, I'll tell God. you. Where, where they live, you know there's a back entrance or a, a way out of there without going in front of the paparazzi. Oh, yeah. There's got to be. How many reporters were there? There's a, there's a, a lot. There's a good amount. Yeah, yeah. Well, she could have gone to New Mexico. Sure. She could go anywhere. Oh, so, speaking of Mexico, and somebody tried to make a break for it. Well, Theranos girl tried to get away. Oh, Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes. Um, you know, speaking of privilege, <laughs> she, why, uh, first of all, this whole thing that she doesn't have to be sentenced till April. What, what the, f are you kidding? She just stole yeah. billions of dollars from people, ripped off her investors, lied, 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 hey. threatened people, hey, really, really right. threatened Lock people. Her up. This is a mom you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, she wasn't a mom then. No. <laughs> and so they let, oh, oh let's wait until she has her baby yeah. because she couldn't have controlled getting pregnant during her trial. There's no way anyone could be asked to control that. So let's sentence her in April. And now we find out that before she was originally about to be sentenced, she had a one-way flight to Mexico. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Who caught and, her? Well, I, I'm not sure who caught her, but she never took the flight. And then they said, uh, oh, it was a it was a, um, a wedding she was going to go to if she wasn't convicted. But wait, she didn't have to report. Or it was an event that if she wasn't convicted, she was going to go to. But if you don't have to report till April, why didn't she go anyway? Mm. Mm. It's interesting. Mm. 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 Kind of weird. <laughs> and why is it a one-way flight? Yeah. <laughs> well, cheap, about? Cheaper price. Um, and, and it looks she's only married to a billionaire. Yeah, it looks bad anyway. She should she should not have made a reservation like that because yeah, it she, just plain looks bad. She really cares how Someone, she looks. Well, I know, and I, I just this and the same thing with Tory Lanez. Oh yeah, we're moving his sentencing back to February because he got a new lawyer. Got Javi Baez, who's a better lawyer, who can probably get him out of this thing. <laughs> really sickening, but um, on the uh, what was Elizabeth Holmes reminded me of something. Oh yeah. The fact she was taking a flight reminded me of the whole story. is so fucking dumb. This, uh, what's her name? Shah Kari Richardson. Shah Kari Richardson. Uh -huh. yeah, Shikari. Shikari. Shikari Richardson. I'm sorry. She was flying somewhere, and what do you know? A flight attendant dared to tell her not to use her phone while they're giving instructions. And I guess she was recording, which you're... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, how many times have we been through this where the flight attendants ask someone to do something and they want to argue with you, whether it's uh, Odell Beckham, Alec Baldwin. Remember they, they were going to take the plane back to the 
Right. Mm-hmm. Because or did they did they kick him off the flight? I don't remember if they did or they did. He's playing word. He's words playing with words friends. with friends yeah, yeah. for the dumbest reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, I think he wasn't in airplane mode, and they were asking. I think you were supposed to turn your phone off, and I guess now they let you have it on if it's in airplane mode. But you're, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, this what's funny is that she's the one that was going to be in the Olympics, except her mother died, and she smoked pot yeah. to cope with the trauma. And so she blew her Olympics. I mean, she knew she couldn't smoke pot, although later she said, I thought pot was legal in Oregon. I was in Oregon. I mean, like, she really doesn't know that the Olympics have these really stringent, ridiculous rules. Really? She didn't know any of that? And, and then, of course, it was framed. A lot of pe- media types framed it as, the, they kicked her out of the Olympics because her mother died. <laughs> no, they didn't. She didn't have to smoke pot. I agree it's dumb. It's dumb. But, but it's yeah, the same it's rule the for rule. everyone. So... I mean, she knew when she did that, so I was sympathetic to her. I felt bad for her, but but honestly, is there really no way she could have avoided smoking pot when her mom died? Yeah, no, is that the only the way rule. she could have dealt with it? If you want to it? be in the Olympics, you have to play by their dumb rules. So now she's um, she's on a flight, and she just starts arguing with the flight attendant, and the funny thing is, I think she thinks the whole plane is on her side because she's recording it. Yeah. I guess, and nice. now what bothers me about this is there's only 57 seconds. We didn't see the earlier um, fuss that she put up. Well, something happened before this where she didn't like the flight attendant's tone. Oh. And I don't know. But anyway, watch the 57 seconds we have and you'll see why, uh, in my opinion, why they wanted to fuck off the plane and why they clapped. The whole plane clapped People when they were moved from the plane. Did they Dr. Dower out? Going. No. Oh, man. She got, she got on her own. Can we bring Dr. Dowling out? People? I think it's kind of cool in a way. Place it all the way under the seat in front of you. Lying. Larger carry on She's recording herself. Flying, not working today. Talking to your friend. Vacation time. Such as cell phones, tablets, and smartwatches. Okay. Please yeah. switch them. I'm recording me, but you jumped yeah. in my video, so I caught you. Because you jumped in my video. You're not allowed to record flight attendants. He saw she was recording, and so he went to see, you know, what are you doing? And then he realized he was in the recording. Right. You got to record them. So he kind of jumps back behind a curtain like, oh! So he's being a little dramatic, too. And then she says, you jumped into my video! And there's already been a little bust-up between these two already. But anyway, play the rest. You're harassing me at this point, so I think you should stop. I think you should stop. I think you should stop. You see him, right? Y'all see him, right? Y'all see him, right? Okay. No, okay, they don't. No, they don't agree with you. Okay, talk to him. No, 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 don't talk to me like that. I'm an adult. Do not talk to me like that. Do not talk to me like that. Tell him to stop. If you do not know what's going on, do not yell at me. You can stop recording. No, I'm not going to stop recording because I was making a video to myself. I'm going to not stop recording. And this video will show what you're doing. So I would appreciate it. Who the fuck are you talking to, man? Now she's yelling at a passenger. No. Passenger was like, "Would you knock it off? We yeah. want to get the fuck yeah. out of here." And then she says, "Who the fuck you think you're talking to?" So she's you, sweetheart. So she's getting in fights with the flight attendant, with the passengers, and and by the way, she was yelling at the passengers as she was being escorted off the plane, and she was yelling at the flight attendant. And then she tweeted out this little video, which she thinks, of course, everyone's going to agree with her. A lot of people do. They say, you know, there were things like, you know what she needs? She needs some pot. She needs some <laughs> weed. She needs to calm the fuck down." Should have took an edible before that flight. Just a couple of the kind of representative comments. Uh, it's not 1910 where we are told to eat, sleep, and work by master. We do as we please now. 
but they, but well, you're right. You're right. But that doesn't mean you can do it while you're on a flight or. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're still once again they're, rules. They're telling her that um, because the FAA makes. Yeah, them, it's not about so. being. It has nothing to do with slavery no, at all. No, it's if a white it's a white person telling her to do something. You don't have to do that on planes anymore. <laughs> white people tell you. I guess that's a new rule. And anyway, she she sends out this tweet after this all happened. Tell me I'm wrong to pursue legal action against the airline. Not only did the man threaten me, but also an innocent bystander who simply wanted to picture me. In the beginning of the video, you can hear a Caucasian man state that he doesn't give a fuck as a man that a woman flight attendant is intimidating a woman. So I guess she wants something done to him, too. Also, the captain didn't do anything to help. The, the plane is applauding when they took her off. Doesn't that tell her enough? <laughs> They're applauding. No. They're delighted that she's off the fucking plane. She had no one's support. Because she was a pain in the fucking ass. Earth revolves around her. So why can't we just have no more planes for yeah. Shikari well, Richardson and no more planes for Odell Beckham? Why can't they just say that? No more. I mean, why would that airline let her ever get on one of their flights again? I, I don't know. Honestly, I guess she's going to sue them and who knows what could happen in court. But um, flight attendants do have authority over passengers. That's yeah. just a oh, fact. Yeah. We learned that a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Police have authority over motorists. And I think the best thing to do is, and I know no one wants to say this, but if you if you want to fight with flight attendants or police, you're going to lose. You may end up being right in the end, but it's not gonna it's not gonna work in your favor. I mean, unless you just want to be right in that moment, it's so important to you that you can't possibly allow your authority to be subjugated momentarily to give up your driver's license or to turn off your phone. I mean, doesn't it say, doesn't it say more about the person that refuses to follow commands than yeah. anyone else? But that's not that they're trying to boss you around. No, they're trying to boss everyone Shikari. around. They're, yeah, they, they have a You are not the boss of me. There are safety rules set out by the Federal Aviation Administration. So they've got to do that. And right away, play the beginning, because right away she gets right back in this guy's face. Well, this time we can she listen don't like for that. tone or something. We can listen for that Caucasian. In the beginning, let's see. <laughs> Place it all the way under the seat in front of you. Lying. Larger carry-on luggage. Flying <laughs> not working today. If you have small vacation time, such as cell phones, tablets, and smart watches, okay. please yeah. switch them. I'm recording me, but you jumped yeah. in my video, so I caught if you, you like because you jumped in my video. Your You're harassing me at this point, so I think you should stop. You're harassing me. I think you should stop. I think you should stop. You see him, right? Y'all see him, right? Y'all see him, right? Okay. Okay, but I'm sorry. It's not me. Talk to him. No, no, no. Don't talk to me like that. I'm an adult. Do not talk to me like that. Do not talk to me like that. Tell him to stop. If you do not know what's going on, do not yell at me. You can stop recording. No, I'm not going to stop recording. I was making a video to myself. I'm going to not stop recording. And this video will show what you're doing. So I would appreciate it. Who the fuck is that? That's a great way to prove your point that you're not being talked to as an adult when you turn around and you Who the fuck are you? <laughs> By the way, she's kicked off an AA flight. Flying. Actually, they need to start asshole airlines so they can all fly on whatever, do whatever the fuck they want to. Yeah, well, on the their passenger's own right. It's called airline. spirit. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, and then she wants something done about the Caucasian man who says he doesn't give a fuck as a man that a male flight attendant is intimidating a woman. They're women. The female flight attendant, that was the one that didn't like Odell Beckham. 
That was the one when they said, well, you know, he's awake now and whatever. And she says, no, I don't want him on my plane. Now, that was a female flight attendant. So I don't. I think flight attendants generally know when people are out or looking to fuck with them or looking to say, I do it my way. There's certain places, I don't care who you are, how you identify, that you just have to follow the rules. On behalf Everyone, of all Caucasians, I apologize for <laughs> the Caucasian race. <laughs> Everyone has a boss once in a while. Maybe it's on a plane. Maybe it's with the police. Who knows? But it's just better to follow the rules. It works out better. It's easier. And these people who are willing to see whole planes get deplaned, what a fucking asshole. And then Odell Beckham, he can't even stop there. He has to yell at the people who are telling him that they wished he would just put a seatbelt on. No, nobody follows the rules anymore, Drew. Well, no, then you nobody. get thrown off a plane. Then you get a whole plane In general, deplaned. nobody follows rules anymore. No, I, I, I agree. There, there's no official. There's no, experts nothing don't is, There's exist. always an exception or always somebody that knows better. And in her case, I got to tell you, I was stunned when I saw in the comments how many people agreed with her. Oh, they should fly on asshole well, airlines, the, too. The problem is there's no context at the beginning of that video, so why would you ever agree with her? Well, except for the other people on the plane who spoke of an earlier disagreement they had and just that she was a f being a fucking pain in the ass. But nonetheless, um, to a lot of people, it was about whether she could be recording. Now, she's talking to someone while the safety is, is being, which it seems yeah. to me is just probably it's just wrong. Rude. It's just it's rude. rude. I'll tell you that much. And, and I guess he was looking at her phone to make sure she was in auto well, airplane mode. Because I guess, apparently, if you're in airplane mode, you can keep recording and, you know, you can fight with flight attendants all you want. But, although, he, well, that's what he was checking, I guess. More importantly, what's so important that you have to record that video right then and there if you're making it for yourself? Yeah. You can't wait. Yeah, during the safety, you know, it's stupid. Wait. And I don't pay attention to the safety message. It's really not that important. But uh, next, time know, she, just... next time she runs a race, that flight attendant should be standing by the box <laughs> filming her and talking really loudly to himself. Like, no, no, I'm just filming you know, my own video here on your market. Say go. Oh, no, that wasn't them. That was me for myself. And got with, a, with a starter pistol, just firing it. I was reading about the, uh, I can't remember what police department it was. I think it was New York, but it might have been another one. But a lot of police are retiring because they're just, just had it. And this one guy had a quote, and I thought it, it made a lot of sense. He was saying, it used to be that if you pulled over a couple hundred people, there's always that one guy who says, I don't have to, I don't have to lower my window. By law, I do not have to lower my window or, you know, I don't have to put out my cigarette or whatever, whatever it was. You know, just somebody who thinks they they know the law. And he said it used to be one in a couple hundred. Now it's like, you know, 10 in a couple hundred. And those people make it very difficult to move forward because either, you know, you've got to watch your step so carefully or, you know, you're just going to have a confrontation no matter what. If, you know, indeed you do give them a ticket or arrest them or whatever. So, yeah, we have a lot of a lot of people who know it all. Just know mm -hmm. everything now. So, I, mm -hmm. I think f filming yourself on your own phone and making your own movie about yourself has caused <laughs> a lot of this. Because the people who were, you know, mouthing off the cops about, no, I, I only have to put my window down like an inch. And they, it, it was for the purpose of acting out their own little... Are you saying we should only have uh, camera phones that face outward, right? Not the <laughs> selfie one. So if you want to do a selfie, you have to turn it the other way and you don't I know what you're filming. Well, oh, that's possible. Maybe that'd help. You know what? You know what it was. Actually, it wasn't putting the window on. It was search the car. You can't search the car without my consent. Oh, yeah, but then they can go to court while you sit there, and they can get a search warrant, and they will send dogs over to you know smell your car. I mean, they can do it the hard way. If they want to problems. search your car, 
they're going to search your car. If you've given them any reason in the world or they're overly paranoid about your car and they want to, you might as well just let them search because they're going to search the car. Yeah. I mean, they just are. Sure. Uh, unless they just, it's too big a hassle. Sounds like you're pro-police state. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I do support the police. They're not all good, but they're not all bad. They're not at all. They're not at all all bad. And, uh, you know, God, I, I honestly, I don't know why anybody would be a cop now. Did you see the story about the the house whip's daughter yeah. who got into it with the cops? No? no. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, my God. That that story was so fucking maddening on so many levels. And, and we'll move on to something a little more fun after this. But... Uh, <laughs> Catherine Clark is the Democratic House whip. I didn't even know that, by the way. Did you guys know that? No, no. no. I didn't even know I that. I don't even know what a, a whip, whip does. So, a whip counts votes. What does a make whip sure, do? Make sure everyone's in line on the same page. Oh. Her daughter was arrested for spray painting on a monument at a protest, and she spray painted ACAB, which is All Cops Are Bastards. Oh. Which is, you know, that's really not true. That's not fair. That's broad brushing. That's not a, discrimination. Not, not, not a nice message. No, and it's, it's also not, graffiti. And and you, I thought the whole idea was that you're not supposed to take one group and judge a group by one person or by two people or suggest that everyone is the same in a group because that's discriminating against the group, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So then when they were arresting her. She resisted arrest. She's flailing her arms like hell, and her, her hand happens to hit this cop in the face. And so his nose is bleeding. His mouth, it actually looks worse than it is. I, I didn't know what happened to him. I just saw, you can see his face is bloody in the mouth and from his nose because she hit him. And she was just flailing, refusing to be arrested. And so anyway, um, the protest was over a shooting of this 20-year-old UMass Boston student, and this guy was had a knife, and he had leaped out of an apartment window, and I think it was like a second or third story. It wasn't like he was 10th story or something because he got up, and he was cutting himself, and so I think they got two or three 911 calls, you know, man with a knife cutting himself, and I think the, the resident said, yeah, he's something is really terribly wrong with this guy. So police arrive, and they chase him 10 blocks on foot because he won't talk to the police. And the whole time he's carrying the knife, he refuses to drop it. So they shoot what they call a sponge round, which is like a rubber bullet. And he still refused to drop the knife. And when he um, advanced on the police, he was shot and he was killed. And so that's what this girl was protesting when she was spray painting ACAB. And um, the, the best part of all about this was the suggestion that this is Catherine Clark's non-binary daughter. And the Catherine Clark has always been concerned about the police and her non-binary daughter because uh, people are so quick to discriminate against non-binary people. Although non-binary, that's not about your appearance. Isn't yeah, that just no, about your yeah. choices? Do the police yeah. really know what you... Sexual orientation. And so, no, in other words, Riley was Jared a couple years ago. She's so worried that her daughter is going to be discriminated against, but her daughter is spray painting all cops are bastards, which seems to me is suggesting a, that has a discriminatory bent to it, doesn't it? Well, also that your daughter's doing something that's graffiti. Illegal, yeah, and assaulting a police officer. Yeah. So, but anyway, Catherine Clark had a kind of measured response to it. it I, I think she knows daughter did something wrong. In fact, I saw her in well, she's did, a you, guy, so. did you see her in court? 
I did. Her name is Jared now? No, no. This used to be Jared. and Oh, used to be I, I Jared. And she, now she's... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. She was so repulsed by the name Jared that... <laughs> <laughs> she became she, a dude. She hops. Yeah, her hair is... She's got like a buzz cut. Her name was Jared! <laughs> but that, you know... I might as well stack the cop stories. This, did you see this shooting at Cop City in Atlanta, this training facility? They're building this big training facility. This is all based on the whole George Floyd response. Mm. This, this new training center. We're going to do better training, blah, blah, blah. Well, anyway, they are building it in an area that is a has a lot of woods, and so people are uh, outraged that, you know, you're destroying the woods. Why are you doing that for the stupid police? So they've had these protesters who have been camping in the woods and protesting. This has been going on for a long time. I didn't know anything about this story. Um, so there've been a lot of incidents. This is a fairly, they were described as being on the radical side, the protesters, and there've been incidents, explosions, fireworks, arrests. And so this is kind of an ongoing thing. The police, you know, going, being forced to go out there and investigate. So during one such event, um, one of the defend the forest movement people was shot and they then protested in the streets of Atlanta. Well, it turns out, by the way, the guy that was shot, who they say was murdered, he actually shot the police officer first. There's body cam, etc. The police officer was hospitalized. He had surgery. He lived, but he shot back at the Defend the Forest Movement person who died. So um, their Twitter account, which is Scenes from the Atlanta Forest, called for a night of rage Friday night with reciprocal violence to police and allies to honor our colleague who was murdered by police. So they all gathered along Peachtree, which is a section of Atlanta that they really don't want people, you know, protesting and bothering people on. It's very busy mm. and very popular. So anyway, they smashed windows. They set a police car on fire. The fireworks again. I don't know what the fireworks is. They were throwing rocks, stop traffic. And this was in the response. Oh, so I get to the end of the story. It's really, the story's pretty much over. I mean, that's pretty much the whole story. But at the end of the story, they said, and this, as in the the cop car that was set up. Did you guys see any of this? No. Oh, yeah, this I thought was it was all, kind of big news over Yeah, the it was all over. I, this is in response to the death of Esteban, the guy that, that they shot back at. Esteban Paez Terran, who was killed after shooting a police officer. And then they said, by the way, Terran went by the name Tortuguita was was uh, non-binary and used they it as pronouns. <laughs> they it. It is now a it's... non-binary pronoun. Oh, okay. Is that is that new? Not to nitpick. I would think it would be it they. Wouldn't it be more appropriate? That's for what I thought right <laughs> off the bat. I don't know. Yeah, it is singular. They is plural. Um, so it seems like it'd be reversed, but it as a pronoun, how does that read? It's kind of dehumanizing, isn't if it? You say, it? If you say it. it shot police, because that's, it. that's what this person would have you believe they want, to say that it then shot at police. Stop it. I get it. Oh, my God. Stop it. Isn't that kind of rude? Stop it. Yeah, it kind of is. But, and I thought it was, I don't understand, did the journalist feel that they had to include the person's pronouns at the end of the story? Uh, it makes it a more that interesting story, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to learn any of this, because I, I really don't think it's going to stick. I don't know what the pronouns have to do with the story. Yeah, I don't well. think they have anything to do with the story, or the fact that he liked the name Targtuguita. Uh-huh. It was just a news story. Anyway, whatever. What, is, was that pretty cool, though. He went from four names to one. 
Tortuguita? Except then he's got they, it pronouns, which is really a pain in the well, ass. Oh, that's because he streamlined his name from four names to one. Tortuga? <laughs> this whole pronouns business, do you guys know people in real life that you have to use their use no. pronouns for? No. Not, not, no. not close, no. No. Uh-uh. I, I just wonder if there are people who are forced to constantly remind themselves of pronouns in their everyday life. I don't. I mean, is this is really that something common? that's catching on? Is it really a well? You, if you look on Twitter, you see people are sure. constantly telling you what their their pronouns that's on are. Twitter, but no, you know, if, no, no. If you're in like a big company, if you're like, I guarantee you, if you go look at the signature of anybody at the big three, a lot of them have their pronouns and their signature email. Really? No. Oh, yeah. I, but still, so I'm they not have to always anyway. be remembered in any kind of communication, and they always have to be recorded. And because when you know Demi Lovato reminds us what her new pronouns are, and she has new pronouns by the way, oh, they've changed. But that's, Again? De- that's Demi Lovato. She's doing more harm to that than anyone. No, I, right? I feel like she's really fucking with people because we don't ever have to address her in any way, shape, oh. or form. So why do we need to know this? Would she it be something she should just tell her close friends? And she. It's the only way she can she can stay re- or whatever. She did go whatever. back. It's the only way Demi Lovato can stay relevant. She's been feeling more feminine lately, Trudy. So she did change back to. You fucking can't that do time of the that. Month, huh? <laughs> you can't manipulate us like that and then go back. You can use it Stop as it, it can it. help you. Uh, Stop one, it. One week out of a month, she goes to shear. <laughs> <laughs> too, too easy. Too easy, man. <laughs> So David Crosby died of COVID? Apparently, according to, you know, but, stories that are coming out. Yeah. Okay, he had a long illness. So the long illness didn't kill him? The COVID killed him? Well, the COVID killed him long sooner, Because yeah. he had been COVID talking COVID. about it being ill and not being well, and the fact that he was going to try to go out and play some dates and play guitar, but his fingers weren't very well. Hey, this is what they're saying. Sources tell me Crosby died from COVID. He was most likely vaccinated, but had many comorbidities. Yeah, just look at okay. it. It could have been that. It could have been that. Well, he probably could have made it another year. And he was, I mean, <laughs> he would take transplant rejection drugs for his entire oh, life, right? right? Yeah, now, for his whole are body. any of those, did they make you vulnerable? Organs. Well, he, were, he, he said he was going to quit touring back in the spring of 2022 because he caught COVID and said, I'm too old for this shit. And then I think by fall, he's like, well, I'm too poor for this shit. I'm going to go back on tour. Yeah. I saw his uh, his last one of his last performances, and they had something up there he had done in 2022 with a high school, and they had an orchestra and they sang Ohio. It was pretty fucking good. I know he was he was always he was yeah when he was out there he was he was putting it done putting it out there and getting it done. Yeah, I mean it was a it was a strong performance. And Ohio is not his song; it's Neil's song, but I thought he sang it pretty well. Yeah, I was pretty impressed. It's really good. And um, um, Axel, by the way, um, sang November Rain for Lisa Marie at her funeral Aww. yesterday. I gotta say, that was the most random collection of people at a funeral. I know. Seen. She knew a lot of people. It sounds like she talked to a lot of people yeah, on a fairly regular basis. How did she and know Sarah Ferguson? Fergie? Fergie. Now that I don't know. But, you know, if you think of all the Elvis events that she would attend... I mean, she was a singer in her own right for a short time, but she also was the living representation of Elvis Presley, just like Danny Harrison is George Harrison's human, you know, sure. representative now. Replacement. And Danny, Danny Harrison knows a ton of people. He's played.
played with a ton of people. Yeah, as Prince. has Sean Lennon and played with Prince at the Hall of Fame. Uh, oh, that's right. Hall yeah, of Fame awesome. Yeah. And Tom Petty, and he was uh, he was with um, ELO yeah. when he went out and pl- and sang "Handled Me with Care." Another nepotism, baby. Yeah, yep. Nepo baby. Except, I think he was the clone of George Harrison. I think he no, got he's his a son. Baby. He's the clone. He looks incredibly like, like George. Harrison. That's the thing about nepotism, babies. Is some of them have a lot of talent. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, somebody was getting uh, yelled at as being a nepo baby the other day. I'm trying to think of who it was. They were so mad too. I'm not a nepo baby. Oh, it was Judd Apatow's daughter got a Broadway a job that yeah. she was not really qualified for, and she was she was getting the oh, nepo come baby on. thing. Judd Apatow put her in movies when she was like three. Right, so she was a nepo yeah. baby. <laughs> She's got early training. So all of the anti nepo baby characterization people were saying. <laughs> But she'll draw a lot of attention to the uh, to the 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 broad to the Broadway show, which will hopefully hopefully keep it from closing up early, which happens to so many shows on Broadway. Oh, okay, that's well. So it's reason. good to have a nepo baby sometimes. Going back to uh, Lisa Marie's funeral, um, the Duchess of Pork, Sarah Ferguson, who <laughs> spoke. Then I got to tell you, she really knows how to strike while the iron's hot because she just released a bunch of NFTs of her art. <laughs> So while she's really, um, you know, hitting the news hard because she gave a stupid poem at Elvis's kid's funeral. Oh, my God. She's decided to sell NFTs of her really shitty art. I, I got to say. It's pretty, Can we see her shitty art, please? It, is it, think, let, me, let me pull it up. She the last, do you think she's the last person to issue an NFT? Yes. NFT? I'm waiting for the yeah. very last person who will be stupid I, enough to. I think she's a little late to the party. I mean, oh, really think? fucking late to the party. I saw Bitcoin was up over the weekend, by the way. Is it like 22,000? So mm. if you were bummed out about it being at 16, sell it at 22 or 23 I'm or whatever hold, it's at. I'm going to hold on. <laughs> can nothing bad can happen now. All right, um, here's, here's your stupid art. Can you see it on the screen there? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that's dumb. What is special about uh, that? Uh, the Duchess of Pork drew it. Which is what I say about almost every piece of really expensive <laughs> art I see. This is worth $80 million. I go, I'd well, rather have $80 million. Look, look, okay, just look at this picture. <laughs> Every time right? she, I she thinks she's Every Van Gogh. Time. I want to I break this artwork down. I feel like she forgot that she already drew one of the left arms because there's two left arms there. <laughs> there are. Right? You don't notice it right away, but then two is holding a jar. And but the then you can make up a reason for the third arm that sounds really deep. Yeah, art. So, and it also and her, fe- is that her? Not, it's red hair. Here's the best part. It features her spoken word poetry. <laughs> so it's not even... Her, it's the it's not even her art; it's the NFT of her art. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Now this is the idiot that was selling access to Prince Andrew for a half a million dollars, yeah. busted. Yeah. And right. God knows how many other people she sold access. I mean, this there's so much corrupt bullshit involved with this guy and with her. Remember, she did slim fast commercials, and mm-hmm. which is not very royal, Ooh. not very reflective of the royal family. They don't do that, but <laughs> she's not a royal any, or is she royalty? Uh, I think she lives with oh, Andrew she's, again, but. She's royalty adjacent, yeah, and her, her little she still daughters. She's title, right? Yeah. I guess she does. I'm surprised she was allowed to do an ad. I go, although she did it in America, so that doesn't matter. Right. It's like yeah. our people doing ads in Japan. Yeah, right. we don't see it, so it doesn't count. But uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, Axel Rose. Well, Axel made a very humbling speech. I mean, he sounded like he really cared about Lisa, and he was really proud to be invited to this thing. And then he, he got up there. Surprised he did her at one time. Who is he, by the way? Because he has short hair, he's quaffed, a lot and of he was very humble. Yeah, he was. It was like, is Axel Rose grown up? I mean, he really acted like a grown up. And he plays, I thought, a pretty inspired version of some people yeah. saying, Hey, 
Mr. Gumbel Notes. Why are people such <laughs> dicks? Are such assholes about everything. Well, he can't sing it at the normal volume because it's a funeral, I suppose. But I thought it was, first of all, his piano playing was fabulous. Ah. Great melody, too. I mean, it's a great song. It Big is. hit. One of their biggest. Did you hear him miss that note there? <laughs> I'm I meant with his voice. Just kidding. We're not looking to your eyes. It's kind of a big deal to get Axl Rose to sing at your funeral on a very cold day outside. I love the red yeah. solo cup on top yeah, of Yeah, what's piano. in it? <laughs> and he sounds doesn't have any effects on his voice either. It's just a PA. Enough of the intro, Rose. Get no into it. It's weird hearing him without effects. I mean, this is raw Axl Rose. You've been there. I have. I sing softly. It does get a little better. Cause nothing lasts forever, and I will both know hearts can change. Need slash. And it's hard to hold a candle in the cold November rain. Slash is busy doing uh, insurance ads, commercials. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, been through this such a long, long time, just trying to kill the pain. <laughs> that part killing sounds cold. Yeah, part's <laughs> cold. Lovers always come, my lovers always go. I'm known through the showers and letting go today. Walking away. <laughs> if we could take the time to lay it on the line, I could rest my head just knowing that you are mine. Oh, mine. Oh, I'd love to have a voice like that. <laughs> so if you That is the voice of an angel. Is <laughs> that a little Neil Young-esque, maybe? A little. Uh, I just end up walking in the cold, cold November rain. Yeah, let's help him. What if I could do this voice? Do <laughs> <laughs> you need someone? Oh, this part's really On your own. Do you need some time? On your own. Ooh, everybody needs some time. <laughs> Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. I kind of like it. <laughs> I liked it. I saw a lot of people giving him shit. Of course, people well, are such assholes. He's in mourning. We all grieve differently. Maybe you that's saw why his, his very like humbling it. speech, and then he walks over and does this. And it's, it's a, looks like a cold day there. Oh, that yeah. was a very personal. Heartfelt. Very. I know this is where they need Slash or some guitarist. Where's Lockwood? Can Lockwood pick up a guitar? He plays Come on, guitar. Hat douche. That'd be great Does if he, he came even, out. I don't see. Lockwood I don't got, see him because there's no hats there. Hat douche got custody. It's right there. It's right there. It, it is. This big hat it's right there in the front that's row. That's him. I imagine who else is wearing a big hat in the front row. He wore a bowler. Yeah, right there. Oh my god, asshole. And. 
It's a funeral. He's got to sing more softly, I guess. So it's the soft version of I mean, Axl Rose. I, mean, I liked it. It would have been great if Lockwood came out and started playing guitar with Slash's hat on. <laughs> Steal the whole thing. <laughs> He's such a turd. Oh, he would so love that hat. On your own. Do you need some time? All alone. <laughs> Voice digging better. He's getting ripped too. That's probably Slash. the weirdest voice I've ever heard in my life. Got a shit for his weight, also for looking big. Come on. Oh, she's so brutal. <laughs> I know it's just terrible. And Lisa Marie, she didn't even stand up. And when you feel so sad and shadows do remain. <laughs> I love that. It's a motorboat. I know that you can love me when there's no one left to blame. There's a slob. There's a real slob. Aw, it's not nice. Mean. So never mind the darkness because we still can find a way. <laughs> Remember when he used to wear bike shorts? Oh yeah, because <laughs> skirts. I want to see his sway. Yeah, the axle dance. Yeah, yeah the one with Tom Petty is the best one when he sings with Tom Petty. Uh, that the was MTV Sinuate. Does he still do that? Um, we just well, a little him bit. Do it. Yeah. When he, who who did he sing with? Um, Carrie Underwood. Yeah. 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 That wasn't bad, actually. He sang with her band, Looks and she sang better. with Guns N' Roses yeah. on Sweet Child of Mine. God, women love singing that song. Sheryl Crow's got a version. There's a yeah. bunch of versions. Oh, did you not clap? Oh. Yeah, no, nobody clapped. I thought somebody would say something. Shit. But honestly, I thought, this is like the most mature thing I've ever seen Axl Rose do. I know, I know. The speech was very Great mature. Point, the yeah. performance was very mature. Who is he? <laughs> ends up yeah. getting ragged on by all these people. I thought it was pretty cool. It's the same guy that jumped in the crowd to fight somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is, it is hard to sort of calibrate that being the same guy. I'm surprised he didn't show Interpreter! up. I'm surprised he didn't show up three hours after the funeral to play. Interpreter, please. That was, Interpreter, please. It's funny, you know, when you're on top of the world like they were, yeah. you can show up two hours late for every fucking show and people go, well, if he's not in the right state of mind, man, he can't do it. Yeah. I mean, people will defend you for fucking anything. Yeah, he could play in, in uh, Dubai for $35 million and exactly. they defend him. I mean, is there anything worse than spending a shit ton of money for a concert and you have no fucking clue when the lead singer is going to oh. come out and play? Well, didn't Danny Zalesko say no. in his book that um, he had a zit one time and he did not want to be on Jumbo Tron with a giant zit? <laughs> what? <laughs> in his book and he oh, said Danny had to go like find somebody who would lance it and fix it yes. so that he could go out there and that's why he was, he was late. He couldn't put a band-aid on it? <laughs> come on. He's vain. Oh boy. Anyway, in, in reading about Lisa Marie's uh, funeral and the hat douche getting custody, which I was really bummed about. Uh, He's I also whining that uh, she left him a million dollars in debt. Oh, good. Oh. I hope she did. Because as if he didn't spend more than that, that of exactly. her money. He's he going to have to sell some hats. So anyway, <laughs> he, I got, he got custody of what though? Her the kids. kids? Yeah, the two and kids. How old daughters. Fourteen. Fourteen. Twins. Huh. So anyway, uh, I couldn't. They're help. already wearing hats. 
digging a little bit into El- Elvis history because anything Elvis related is always exciting. I'll always end up bringing more than I should. I'll click on something. And, and so anyway, <laughs> I clicked on this story about... I was burying a beaver. About, uh, you know, the fact that uh, Gladys is married to Graceland, of course, as is Vernon Presley. And then they had another story about how Elvis's twin, Jesse, who was born 35 minutes before Jesse, right. before Elvis, Jesse Garen Presley. Jesse is buried not at Graceland, although there was talk about moving him to Graceland. He was buried in a shoebox in Tupelo because Gladys and Vernon were so poor. Oh, but there's been talk about moving <laughs> Jesse to, um, to Graceland. And uh, by the way, Elvis felt very emotional about Jesse. Yeah. He never got I, over Jesse. Elvis probably cannibalized him in the womb, didn't he? I mean, if he was in a shoebox, right? He could be. But Gladys told Elvis, and this is something Elvis carried with him till his dying day, <laughs> that he had the strength of both of them. Of course. Well, yeah. I, I, I think I can do it. I got the strength of Jesse in me, too. <laughs> he killed Jesse. <laughs> wow. And uh, let's see. Oh, Vernon was 17 when he married Gladys. Gladys was 21 and Vernon was 17, so they lied about their ages. They said that Vernon was 22 and Gladys was 19. How old was weird. She? They lied about both their ages. She was 21, he was 17. Uh, and then Gladys gave her the Elvis when uh, Vernon was 18. And then, um, you know, Gladys, of course, died tragically when Elvis was in the service in 1958. Elvis had to be flown home. I've been shot. For the funeral, Elvis never recovered. Gladys was the woman. Gladys was the love of Elvis's life, of course. But Vernon, on the other hand, Vernon was getting some pussy after Gladys because he's (laughs) Elvis's dad. Hell yeah. So he was banging some chicks. And then eventually, he married Dee Stanley. And I'd kind of forgotten about Dee Stanley. She was was only four years older than Elvis. (laughs) Oh, my God. So she was 14 years younger than Vernon. Dee's nuts! What'd she look like? Right here, Trini. She was not hot enough to marry Vernon, in my opinion. She wrote two shitty books about Elvis, too. After she and Vernon divorced. And then also... Shitty book about Elvis, volume one. Shitty book. Shitty book about Elvis, volume two. That's how they were titled. But Dee had three brats when she married Vernon. She had Billy, David, and Rick, who were seven, six, and four. And these guys would end up being Elvis lifers. In fact, it said that they didn't go to college because Elvis needed them to be his personal TCBs. In other words, take care of business people. Really? Was it one of these brothers, or was that a cousin that stole the uh, that stole the jewelry and had I, to be chased down on the, I on think the tarmac? That, I think that was Ricky Stanley. <laughs> Pretty sure it was. When Elvis stopped the plane, yes. Elvis yep. got on board and read him his rights awesome. incorrectly <laughs> with his fucking badge. <laughs> so cool. Wow. You got the right to ring. Shut up. So D complained that everything Elvis did, they did because they revered Elvis. So in other words, you know, if, uh, if Elvis if Elvis needs five perks and Billy Stanley and Ricky need five perks. <laughs> it's probably... Elvis led them into drug abuse. Oh, well, you have that's, to have the uh, same buzz as your Elvis boss. And, uh, two for you guys and uh, four for Elvis and... Uh, Two more for you guys. I got a badge, but I need one for Ricky, Billy, and uh, David. <laughs> you are strung out. <laughs> but I cannot believe that Jace, uh, Jesse is not buried at Graceland. Uh, Elvis wanted to move him there. 
Elvis felt very close to Jesse. Wait, so where's he at? He's just in a shoebox in Tupelo. In a shoebox in Tupelo. Go get him, somebody. Pretty fucked up. Rotted by like where? Like imagine they'd been the ground. They've been like the Jonas Brothers. Kevin. Hey Jesse. Hey Elvis, how you doing, man? Oh, I thought you meant that Kevin was going to be buried in a shoebox. Well, Nick and Joe are buried in the state. It probably will happen that way. Okay. Hey Jesse. Jesse, how you doing? Doing real good. <laughs> Let's go get some muffers. I love singing harmony with Jesse, man. That's the best. They've been strung out. Uh, Billy Corgan played at Lisa Marie's funeral too. Yeah, what's the connection there? Uh, William Patrick Corgan. He's he loves. Enough. He and Lisa Marie were very close, oh, allegedly. Okay, very random. I never saw that together. I never I saw them together. Well, we don't know everything, but <laughs> anyway, he sang to Sheila, which. I don't know. And when Elvis met him, he was like, hey, Pumpkin, hey, Pumpkin, come over here, Pumpkin. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Beetle. And and Alanis, too, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, Alanis, did Alanis sing? She did, didn't she? She sang the song that she sang for, um, um, from Lincoln Park, Chester, at his funeral. So she reused. (laughs) I don't think that was it. That's kind of bullshit. That'd be the one to sing. I know. I know. She repeated it, Morissette. Really? Uh, Lady James would like to remind you. Their haircuts, their hairstylings are award-winning. And you can register for a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to win a down payment for your dream home up to $200,000 at Lady Jane's Hairstyles for Men. Lady Jane's is open seven days a week. Walk in any time. It's wicked awesome. They do have very convenient hours. And Luke Nowacki wants you to know if you're facing a big financial decision like buying a home, a new car, or maybe even something cosmetic, or raising someone's uh, uh, widowed uh, children or home motherless children, it's important to know how this decision could be the decision that affects your, and how it affects your current and future financial goals. Luke and his team at MFC Pinnacle Wealth Strategies can help you plan for all your financial goals today and into the future. The point is you need a plan, and it's never too late. Call Luke today at 248-663-4748 for a complimentary consultation to see if your plan aligns with your goals. Security Investment Advisory Services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, separately owned, other entities in our marketing Xbox referenced here, are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. And I was surprised when Luke told me that he does hear from a lot of people who have um, 401ks and they've left the company and they feel like their investment's floating away over there. Yeah, or they don't know concerned. what's happening. Yeah, it's just a little Paranoid. unsettling. And so he helps them reinvest it and the paperwork's uh. a little tricky. And, you know, sometimes those little things are very important to people. And he does do those things and also helps people with Medicare and things such as that. So just so you know. Um, hey, what we didn't really talk about this. I saw that the New Zealand prime minister, who was, yeah. you know, the youngest female leader uh-huh. of that nature in the world, 37 Sinda, years old, Sinda was extremely Arden. popular. And she suddenly announced that, you know, I'm just burned out. I'm too yeah. tired to be prime minister. And it's like, hey, you're 37. Um, she just have a brat? Too, yeah, and she wants to be a mom now. So I guess it... Postpartum. <laughs> it sounded to me like um, her, her COVID policies were really under attack now. Yeah, but her COVID policies were successful. Mm, well, well, being an island I, helped that. I'm not sure they were <laughs> as successful as you might think because they shut down over and over and over. Like, every time COVID reached a certain level, they would just shut the fuck everything down. And I guess a lot of people felt it was really overdone. And now that we're finding out a lot of other things, and um, I, I don't think it's worn well. It hasn't aged well. 
put it that way. Her COVID policies have not aged well. So she was not popular anymore. I think the job was sucking the life out of her because when she got in there, she yeah, was literally. hot. And now she yeah. kind of looks like literally like something has been sucking yeah, her that in, baby. inside out. Yeah, that baby she had falling off. Of. God, she looks way different there, Brandon. How old is she in that good picture? That's also a That's when she shot. got, uh, yeah, it is a glamour shot, but she looks sexy as hell. That's when she got elected. And now, Ooh, wow. is, let me take hot out of the Google search. And now she just kind of looks like the Crypt Keeper. Man, that baby is killing her. Yeah, yeah. It's draining the life out of her. Fucking babies, man. They do that. Yikes. The tits are probably just totaled. I mean, if the rest of her looks that bad, imagine what that baby did to her boobs. Good God. Uh, Buzz Aldrin got married. See Buzz Aldrin's wife? Yeah, yeah. Should we call him? No, because he, he, that's not his number anymore. I know, but I found a number for her, and I found a new number for Buzz <gasps> Aldrin, LLC. What? And is he he's Dr. Buzz Aldrin? What? He can't write scripts. That's what it said on Twitter, Dr. Buzz Aldrin, and then he was announcing that he was- She's a doctor. I don't think she can write scripts either, though. But anyway, what is, he a, really do- what is he a doctor of? Do you know, I saw Space. that s- the story, <laughs> the moon- rockets. Remember the story about the doctor who was a politician in Phoenix and he worked for the Obama administration and I and, and the guy in the Speedo walked in the background of his oh, Zoom yeah, meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on the Pima County Board of Supervisors. Mm-hmm. And, I remember, and I think I said it like, yeah, why would a doctor, he's only 45, why would he be on the, you know, gone in the political world? And then I realized he's probably a doctor that can't write scripts. That's how confusing it is. A political science. I mean, they should doctor. almost tell you that, like in parentheses, can't write scripts. Or CWS next to a PhD that a can write scripts. Yeah, because I immediately assumed that, oh my God, this is some guy that went all the way through medical school and he's working all in public service and the Speedo guy and all this weird stuff. And the fact is, he probably has a PhD in history or elementary what, education or something. What I want to know regarding that's bad. What I want to know about regarding Buzz Aldrin is was this uh, relationship reported to. Uh, HR, because she is the executive vice president of Buzz Aldrin Ventures, LLC. Oh. He's banging the exact, that's a power imbalance. Check out the picture of the two of them that he's teaching her the pull my finger move. Oh my God. Because he's 93. <laughs> she looks good. She's 63. She yeah, looks she, she looks, she's pretty hot for 63. Yeah, quite. Check out, I is here with none other than my main man, Buzz Lightyear here. <laughs> Such an angry man. I'm going to go out to the bars and get some pussy. That's one patient doctor. Meanwhile, Buzz's widow is just out there all bummed out. Aww. She's been replaced she's all, yeah, by a younger she model. I know. I didn't say I wanted her. <laughs> you feel bad she said she's her. bummed out. <laughs> um, well, she was already bummed out. I bet she's really bummed out now. So he must just be extremely charming. Is that it? Well, I gotta tell you. Oh yeah, this Buzz, is Buzz. Buzz looks like a million bucks. Is he yeah, about to have a? Is he is he getting ready for a hot off with Fouts? Look how hot <laughs> fucking Buzz is. He totally wins. Seriously, is it time for him to go back to space? Can he go back to space? I mean, John I Glenn be Buzz did. in line. Well, John Glenn did. That's yeah, true. He could go. Oh, Kirk, uh, Captain Kirk went. Yeah. Well, Doesn't Buzz look amazing? Then it count, Trudy. Not on my list. Trudy, Buzz is ninety three. How yeah. fucking hot is he? He's. <laughs> Would you? Trudy, if Buzz really just suddenly became crazed with you like Bobbitt, mm-hmm. would you marry Buzz Aldrin? Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. Because he's an I want, astronaut? I want to be married. Yes. Well, he also- <laughs> my, dad, my opening line would be, my dad used to work for NASA. He put you in that capsule and sent you to That's the moon. icebreaker. Plus, I have the, the, the thing from NASA that says, you know, thank you for your Apollo for helping us in the Apollo mission. And when you're all living astronauts on the screen, please, I want to find out how many Trudy would marry. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, the buzz, look buzz, as good in that you picture. You get a position no, at Buzz Aldrin right. Ventures LLC too. Apparently, if you marry him, so mm-hmm. you do get a nice gig. Okay, one. Also, get Moon Rocks when he dies, and you can, oh, sell, hell you can yeah. sell those for so much money. One oh, caveat, Trudy: Buzz is very sexually active. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Ninety-three. He's very active. Twice a day. No, not twice a day. <laughs> he needs it like five times a month, which for ninety-three oh, is a lot. Five times a month? Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> I can get through five times a month with a 93-year-old. If Moon Rocks and, um, what is it, Buzz if, Lightyear LLC? LLC? If you ever get in a fight with them, though, don't, don't, you always have that Duck. Trump card. No, you have that Trump card. Say, well, the moon landing was fake. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the argument. He might punch you. You but. haven't done anything in 50 fucking years. <laughs> no, he's really good in Buzz bed, too. Off. He's always really good in bed. He's good in bed. So, I mean, it's oh, he's on one hand, 93 years old. It's a little weird to be sleeping with someone 93, but he's really good in bed. He's really hung. And he that wiener doesn't really work. into it. <laughs> when like, you go so to space, place to please his partner, too. Space makes you like cauliflower. Buzz is a people pleaser. You'd be over the moon for him. <laughs> that, was the, that was the biggest joke today on Twitter. <sighs> Uh, um, can we see any other uh, widow well, or see. astronauts? Um, who was the one, the Frozen Looks of Horror one that you said? Oh, oh, um, yeah. Um, James Irwin? Oh, uh, no, James. Uh, see, Apollo 13, the captain. Yeah, Tom, or Tom Hanks played him. What's his name? Is that Jim Lowell? Or Jim, Jim Lowell. Lowell, yeah, Lowell. Jim Lowell. He'd be real stiff. He's not as sexually active as Buzz. Yeah, no, that's not, not at all. No. He's not. He's oh, not okay. good in bed either. He's not known as being good in bed like Buzz. <laughs> I think David Scott is still alive. He walked on the moon. Um, is but Shepherd, is he married? Is Shepard alive? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Alan Shepard, I think he passed. He's 90, and he does have a spouse, Margaret Black. Oh, well, well, for now. I could take that bitch out. Hell yeah. <laughs> you could, especially if she's his first wife. Well, Neil's dead. Um, Gene about- Cernan. Trudy looks like your type, except he's yeah. dead. What about G- Harrison Hagen Schmidt, would you? Um... He's younger. Looks kind of nerdy. Wait a minute. Hey, Wait, David, so that guy's, David, he hasn't been on the fucking moon, he's has 87 he? 87 years old, yeah. D- David, R. David R. Scott's still alive. He's been on the moon. Pull him up. David R. Scott? Mm-hmm. You sure he's been on the moon? Yeah, one of the late ones no one gave a okay. shit about. I think 15. Oh. <laughs> no one uh, we'll let that count. Here he is, Trudy. You could use that in a fight with him, too. Uh, yeah, nobody even nah. cared that you've been on the moon. No. Wait, he what? Looks, doesn't he look like somebody? By the way, like why is he wearing his pajamas in his, in his publicity That's <laughs> a striped shirt, Trudy. He looks like somebody, doesn't he? What's he look like? Yeah, just a old, old man, man. posing um, for okay, Getty Trudy, images. What gives Buzz, because you are happily going to just go crazy with Buzz in the sack, what <laughs> lifts Buzz over him? <laughs> David Scott is just an outright, a flat no, a hard no, and yes. Buzz, you're into it. Well, he's my favorite Buzz of all Buzzes <laughs> in the world, and I don't know, he just has seems like he has charisma. He looks more vigorous. He's famous. Known for being good in bed, too. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't in uh, The Right Stuff, was he? They didn't portray Buzz. No, I don't know. This is Buzz. Is Neil Armstrong alive? No. <laughs> no, he's way dead. I didn't think so. Ryan Gosling played him in a movie once. Bloop. Oh. Oh, wow. Hot. If Neil Armstrong was alive, would you consider it? Marrying him? Mm. He's the first guy to look at the movie. How about a Neil Armstrong lookalike? I don't know. What is, let's, let's see what he looks like again. One more time. Buzz looks hot in his pictures. I gotta say, Buzz really has yeah. a look. Ah, uh, you know, he's kind of boring. A look, sort of boring. <laughs> eh. and yeah, he's from Wapakoneta. I don't Ohio. think you ever have to sleep with him, Trudy. <laughs> oh, all right. Is, sure. Is, <laughs> is Jaeger still alive? 
Or he's technically uh, not an yeah, actor. Yes. No, he died. He, he, he died. Chuck Yeager died, didn't he? Oh, what? that's right. No. We had a big deal about AC Delco, I think, when he died, didn't we? December no, of 2020. He did? Yeah. Yeah, no, I remember I that day. I have a picture oh. standing next to him. Exactly. You, you ever seen my picture? When he died. I'm shocked you didn't know <laughs> that. <laughs> I, love, I hate to break the news to you, Judy. Chuck Yeager died oh. three Aww. years ago. <laughs> You're a big fan. <laughs> Okay, Chuck would be first where he's still alive. In that badass. Box. They're all badasses. Yes. What about Gus Grissom? Is he still alive? Oh, wait. He died in the whole thing. Yeah, my class, we all wrote I him letters. in the movie. <laughs> That's right. I wrote him a letter. On, I was, was widow dead. a letter on that giant paper that you wrote with kids. that had the yeah, big lines. The yeah. Oh, you see, did you express <laughs> your condolences? <laughs> yes, like I, I did. Like I Fran Tarkenton. <laughs> what? Sorry, you wrote Fran died. Tarkenton? I sent him a, a sympathy card because... Um, I was watching the Vikings game. Oh, I thought real <laughs> was people was about, canceled. No, I think it was something about his mom or his dad died. And I was like, I'm going to write him oh, a card. Were you having a Mazian moment? <laughs> Wait, what show was he on? Was it Real People or wasn't yeah, it? That's real incredible. Real Trudy, people. he's alive and 82 years old, would you? Nah. What? Oh, yeah, you would. Fran Target. Trudy's got ass. 11 years on Buzz. Yeah. He's a scrambler, too. He only wants it four times right. a month. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's a scrambler. <laughs> He was a running quarterback before there were running quarterbacks. Plus, his parents gave him a girly name to toughen him up. Francis? No, Franny. Fr- Franny Tarkenton. Don't give up on love, Francis! <laughs> I used to love watching him, though. Oh, he was great. The Vikes. Well, he always wrote him a letter. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, um, Brandon, you got to bring up, uh, let's see. Uh, which one is this? I can't believe I'm a psychopath. I recorded it. And you got to get, let's see, what is it? Episode. It's called. I can't believe I'm bald. <laughs> Shoot. What episode is it? It's called I Can't Believe I'm a Psychopath? Yeah. And it's not recorded, <laughs> but if you go to the episodes, it's season four. Try start doing that. I'm going to do a break for us, Trudy, and I will um, sure. figure out which one. I've been I was watching. About to... I can't believe. I'm or... bald. I can't believe I'm bald. <laughs> I can't believe I'm a psychopath. Um, I was uh, I was going to go get forty four thousand sit ups today, but I Patrick Mahomes down the steps. So, ooh, um, instead I'm going to go Thursday. But you know, um, why I brought that up is because Tracy was saying one of the lasers actually does help you in situations where you have sprains and things like that. Oh, that's um, nice. The emerald laser, which is also great at sort of busting fat in your entire body. It's one of those. Um, so one of those things that it works uh, systemically so that you can lay under it and it'll go to all parts of your body. And those are just two of the great toys that Dr. Roche has. If you're going to hit the beaches for spring, you maybe don't need to go, but it's it, you know, a special occasion to do this. But now's the best time to look better in the beach wear for the snaps that you're going to take there in the future. Whatever you think is much too sort of much on your body, like around your waist or your arms or around your legs, possibly your butts. You can downsize it at Dr. Roche's office. And it's a great time for breasts, too, saline or silicone breasts. Dr. Roche's specialty, um, he's especially good at that. Non-invasive breast lifts also can be done with body tight, which helps uplift a small amount with a very little invasion going on with that procedure. Snap them right back up. And minimally invasive ways to improve skin elasticity and underlying collagen 
Right now is a good time for 360 lipo to liposuction across your midriff and all the way around your love handles, your belt line. You can check all of it out and see what they can do for you by teleconsultation at 248-338-1110 or go to drroche.com. I love my boobs. They're so much fun. <laughs> and NordVPN, which is if you love TV but you don't love some of the prices or you're mad because of the bandwidth throttling that goes on from your internet service provider, NordVPN is the answer to all of that because they will prevent that from happening to you at NordVPN. And you can switch your country IP address so that you can get access to less expensive Netflix, Disney Plus from other countries. And you can see other programs, right, that you don't get here in the United States. You can, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, on those streaming services as well and YouTube Premium for a lot cheaper in foreign, than in, um, in foreign countries than in the U.S. Um, they also, of course, boast unparalleled browsing security and protection from hacking of your personal data. So get your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash dams and use code dams to get the discount off of your NordVPN plan. Even that, uh, you can get an additional month for free and a bonus gift on top of it all. Then there's Public Adjusters of Michigan. Pam, uh, help you in this kind of the, the upcoming winter that's coming our way, the onslaught of snow, cold, if your pipes burst or there's any other damage, before you call the insurance company, call Pam because Robert can help you and the other people at Pam can help you get more money from them because they understand the claims process and they can handle it for you and you won't say the wrong thing. Callpamfirst.com. Go to callpamfirst.com or click the logo on our website. Now, before Drew comes down here and wants me to find this psychopath show, we did play this drop. I can't believe I'm bald. And that kind of led to somebody on our boner line. 20966 boner. I need calls. Anyway, uh, they sent along an older Dr. Phil episode where there's <laughs> this girl who's really famous on TikTok for being, um, she has Tourette's syndrome. Oh, yeah. Everybody always watches her because she has kind of the stereotypical Tourette syndrome where she screams swear words right. and stuff like that. But because of this drop... I can't believe I'm bald. Somebody on the boner line sent me this episode where this girl, she's on there talking to Dr. Phil about her condition, and she just keeps calling him bald the entire... <laughs> you're bald! You're, you're bald! Like, during the entire... It's, it's pretty funny. Here's a little snippet. Oh, you're bald. Sorry. <laughs> you say I'm bald? Yeah. yeah I yeah. noticed that last week. Actually. <laughs> he tells me every day. Yeah, you're every bald, you're day. bald, you're bald, you're bald. Oh, sorry. Yeah, she keeps pointing to people in the audience and she's like, you're bald, you're bald, you're bald. What a cool tick. I think she visualizes it, and that's all. She, that's all that can come out of her mouth. Then, I'm bald. Right? No, you know, she, this girl is really, really, really popular. Her name is Balin Dupree, hmm. and she's all over TikTok. And here's an example of uh, just you know, uh, here's a random one. I don't even know. I'm just gonna grab a random one. Okay, so the product is called Rare Beauty, and it's in the shade uh, little wiener. Little wiener. Hello. Height, height, height. Double height. It's in the shade Joy. You can't see it, but. That's what your mom said. It's in the shade joy. Um, yeah, I got it at Sephora. <gasps> Fuck your Diet Coke, pineapple head. Um, what? But I don't remember how much that one is. Yeah, so she's doing the normal TikTok stuff where she shows you, hey, this is the new lip gloss I bought, or uh, I tried out this new toothpaste or something. But along the line, she always keeps swearing. 
So everybody watches it to what? Laugh at millions, their, their millions their of followers, millions of views. Here, I'll just click a random. And she puts these up every day. So let me just find. Uh, this looks like a good random one. Let's come see. here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Yeah, come, 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 come. Oh God damn it! I picked the one where she actually dances. Hmm. Okay, so this one doesn't have any fucking volume on it. Huh. Hey guys, um, I just wanted to want to fuck you, scumbag. <laughs> Oof. I just wanted to let everyone know that I have a 50% off Oof. Hmm. coupon to whoever are the first 15 people to use the web link. Fuck you. One up for my cameo since it is Cyber Monday. And I know it's super late, but I just wanted to let everyone know that is currently available. One to fuck you, scumbag. So, Honestly, TikTok yeah, is so it, stupid. I could see you could show me that, and I would think that was a totally that's a person who's trying to be funny, right? She was yeah. faking it or something. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Here she is interacting with her, her her boyfriend. I watched this one. Yeah, she's, she's pretty. She's no, she's pretty very cool. pretty, but uh, she cannot can she can't hold back these ticks. Or and does she not want to? There's a bunch of ticks that she does all the time, like the wind it up one, and then she also says that's uh, a cool hook. Yeah, okay, she sells shirts that say "wind it up." All right, so she's trying to eat donuts with her boyfriend here at this uh, cider mill or something. Gonna run out of time. Yeah. Up top, girl scout. So much chocolate on this. What's inside? Titties. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Oh, she's yeah. it. You're done. You're, You're done. That's another one. You're done. You're done. I don't. Okay. Little weena. So I don't know. Little weena. Honestly, couldn't you see that being intentional? No, there's a lot of articles uh-huh. like online that hey, is this girl faking it? But she's she's not. She's not faking it. Well, she you know our du- TikToker friend. Yeah, Balin Dupree. Bitch. Seven point seven million followers. The one that can't believe we work a full week. No, no, that's a complete different one. <laughs> no, she's- this girl's actually likable. The one you're talking about is uh, this chick here. Why are we not talking about how fucking sick a 40-hour work week is? So you're telling me that I have to wake up at the fucking butt crack of dawn every single day, go and work somewhere that has fluorescent lighting, is cold and uncomfortable for the entirety of the day. a different job. And do that five times a week? That's fucking (laughs) sick. Like, you guys are mentally ill. Is she's serious, isn't she? I don't. I don't know. Is that a, is that someone really being that fucking serious? I think she is. What are her? I, I don't know. I mean, she's not the only person saying that. Yeah. Um. I mean, don't her parents or one of her parents work that much? Oh, they probably do. But yeah. are you kidding? People, kids aren't influenced by their parents now. They're influenced <laughs> by each other. Yeah, right. I, I mean, that's a they're fact. They're interconnected with that's everyone. been studied quite a bit. In fact, um, I even read. On the subject of purchasing, I forgot what they were talking about. It wasn't about computers or something. It was about, I think it was about buying cars that they said parental advice was less effective than peer advice or reviews. Yeah, sure. So they, like, their parent is the last person the one they will ask about, you know, I need some help buying a car because their parents are stupid. <laughs> well, so, Drew. Science is a psychopath. Uh, I think it's called... Season 4, episode 10, He's Not Among the Living, I think it's called. Uh, sometimes people get shot, I call him a monster. Uh, <laughs> what is uh, title? Oh my Woman God. on the list. This is season 4, I call him monster, this one? Might be, 
Might be episode. Uh, f- is there an episode fifteen? I call him monster. Is that what you said it was? No, it's he is he is not among the living. Ooh. I just bought it. Oh, you bought it? Yeah, I did have it on there, and I don't know where it went. Motherfucker! Go to available. Not <laughs> fucking free. kidding me. He is not among. Yeah, try. The yeah, try available. It should be the only one in there. He thinks I'm a monster, just too. Bought, just, just bought it. I just think of Robert yeah, There Blake. it is. He's not among the living. Nice call, Mark. Thank you. Okay, I have to set this up. <laughs> Why am I saying thank you? <laughs> I do. I do anything. Wait till you see. Well, you, you, you opted for the available category as opposed to the free category. It's no longer free, apparently. Okay, don't start it yet. What's happening is this guy who's a little off, he's been a little bit of trouble. He had this girlfriend, and they were super close, and then they broke up. And she moved on with her new boyfriend. Her name is Blair, and the boyfriend's name, maybe it's Sean. So anyway, the guy that she broke up with, she moves him in with her and her new boyfriend. Hmm. Oh, a thruple. Yeah. No, not a thruple. No, they're not, they're not together anymore, but he's a great guy. <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> right. it's, so it's anyway, last. he has a best friend who these guys have gone camping and stuff. This sounded so boring to me, but they, they went on a lot of camping adventures, and in all their discussions, they've decided that they've been best friends for 2,000 years. Oh, and past, okay. They did some past life regression. Sure. Determined. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. This seems to be a way for the ex-boyfriend to control his good friend. Oh, okay. More than anything. But So what happens is Blair comes home, and her boyfriend is is not there. And there's this big mess, this bloody mess in the bedroom. She's like, what? <laughs> so they interview uh, some neighbors and stuff. And they say, well, the other roommate, um, I saw him and his friend carrying out a really large uh, bag of something. Wow. <laughs> and so the cops are like, uh, what, what the uh-huh. fuck? And he goes, well, yeah, please, uh, it was my tools. They had my tools and I wanted to get them out of there. And so like, Because oh, that's what best friends do. Shaped like a. A coffin? That's kind of a weird <laughs> tool. Yeah, anyway. So then they, they interview the friend, who, of course, is very loyal to um, this crazy Sean or whatever. Friend. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I'm what. so happy I have you as my best friend. <laughs> and so now they're about to interview the friend, Alex. The two, he's been his friend for 2,000 years. So this Does is he be, say this? This little son of a bitch here is probably the best sidekick I've ever had. Anyway, wait till you see what a loser Alex is. They put his picture up there right away. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Smoot, Smoot is his name. 29-year-old Alex. What a setup. There he is. Oh, oh, yeah, boy. His glasses are way too small for that face. Do you have any medical issues that will prevent you from remembering of course certain he does. things like this that we're talking about today? I have ADHD and Asperger's. Oh, mm-hmm. no big deal. Something happened to Eddie tonight, and I think you God. and Sean and Blair have yeah, to Eddie's know a lot the more than what you're telling us. Sean's trying to stay out of their crap. Sean's ulcer was partially because of stress pertaining to Eddie. I don't Blair. doubt that one bit. Sean's ulcer. Sean Are those the best friends for 2,000 years? Yes. To do the right thing by other people and keep getting screwed over. Yeah, as friends, they get screwed over all the time. And Sean and I were in middle school and high school together. No one gave a damn enough to do anything. Tell them. I don't know if you believe in past life regression. No, Thanks for listening to the podcast. I have gone way back. Get the boring drop ready. <laughs> Where I'm going on this trip, he and I actually tread during those events. Over huh? 2,000 years. 
Yeah. That's how strong our friendship is. Boring. It's been tested in the blood of war. Boring. Thank you. All of his features are conglomerate. They're in the like in the middle of his Alex face. Alex has <laughs> had very clear characteristics of autism spectrum disorder. You can see it in his language. He's very uh, pedantic. He's very exact. Alex has a limited understanding of friendships and empathy, and he thinks Sean is his best friend for thousands of years. And the way that these two come together is a recipe for disaster. What's wrong? Is Sean's psychopathic traits are going to make him very quick to exploit the weaknesses in other people and figure out how he can use them to his own advantage. Can you just tell me yes or no? Do you know where Eddie's at right now? That was the only way to get the abuse to end. It's the only way to get the abuse to end? Is that what you said? Yes. I get that. He's, he's not among the living. Oh! Wow. There you have the episode title. He's not among the living. Oh. So I think there's a commercial break here. And they come back and... So he's dead. Yeah, Alex spills the whole thing. And, of course, he tries to protect Sean, uh, his 2,000-year his friend. But Sean's a psychopath, and it's, it really doesn't work hard, out very well. Um. And then also they, they talk to Blair, who reveals that, yeah, he tried to choke me to death a couple times, but he's been much better as a roommate. Oh, I mean, he really God. just had a couple little issues here and there. Uh, I don't remember what happened after the commercial, if it's worth watching. Probably not. But anyway, yeah, this guy, you know, I'm HD and Asperger's, this whole past life thing. But he basically got nailed in the thing. I don't know what he got. I know Sean, went, Sean got nailed for murder. Mm. Then there's this guy. Who's living at home. He's a friend in me. And he's 40-ish. It's actually episode, season five, episode one. It doesn't matter, though. It's in Des Moines, home of where Denny McLean got that that bizarre sex act performed by that couple. (laughs) And his mom is... I got my ass eaten out by a father and a mother in Des Moines, Iowa. His mom is so sick of him getting in trouble and losing jobs and just being a bum that she kicks him out. And he's on probation, and she keeps calling the cops, you know, my son's trying to, he keeps insisting he needs to move in with me. I don't want him anyway. She ends up taking him back. And then he's supposed to get a job, and he does, but he loses it. He gets another job, and he loses it. And so then he's not really getting a job at all, and so the mom is getting really sick of it. And she loses it on him one night and tells him he's a loser, and, you know, uh, you need a job, you know, uh, Everything you own is from me. And he tries to close the door because he doesn't want to hear it anymore. And, and she, she pushes the door up and says, I own that door. I own those clothes you're wearing. <laughs> and so he just loses it and grabs a crowbar and just wails on oh. it. Just <laughs> smokes her. her Jason Dixon or something? Won that argument. It was her crowbar. Yeah, it was her crowbar. You're right, Julie. <laughs> yeah, he used her crowbar <laughs> to nail her. Oh, wow. And he said... And they said, and what, what, uh, what, did, what happened? And he said, I don't know. I just remember her hair going everywhere. Oh, God. And she crumbled to the ground, and then he hit her a bunch of other times. Ew. And so it's like, oh, man, what a tragic thing. And so then, then the, the cop is like, well, that was like five days ago. So what happened? What have you been doing? So he, he describes how, well, I, you know, I, I sat down and— uh, I started watching TV, and then, um, you know, I, I had to go back to my room, and she was just, you know, on the floor in this pool of blood in the hallway, so I moved her, dragged her out of the hallway into the room and shut the door, mm. and they said, and, well, then what happened? He said, where was your mother? I said, well, I, I started playing video games. Well, yeah. <laughs> Come on. 
because well, how he's you finally distract got yourself? exactly what he wanted, which was freedom. the house to himself. Yeah. <laughs> not going to just give up. So he starts, I guess mom do knows best. So they're, 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 they're uh, pretty like, wow, you just sat there and played video games for five days. And he goes, no, no, I had to go out a couple times. And they're like, what? Well, when did you go out? And he goes, well, I had to go get liquor and cigarettes. So I, <laughs> I ran out of liquor and cigarettes twice. So I went to you know Walmart, got my cigarettes, my liquor, came back, played more video games. Did, did, did he use mom's money to buy that stuff? Probably. Yeah, credit card? <laughs> he didn't cash? have any money. Everything was hers. Well, he probably, Everything. So he partied up while she was dead. So then... Louise, her fucking friend, her fucking nosy friend starts calling. <laughs> and he's like, uh, oh, no, she's out, Louise. I told her to call you back. It's crazy. So finally, Louise calls and says, um, I'm going to um, I'm gonna have to make a, a call to the police and about a um, welfare check because I just can't believe she hasn't called me back. And so he's like, fuck, I'm just totally screwed. So he calls 911. And, uh, well, he waits to play some more video games, calls 911, <laughs> and then he decides that, no, I don't want to turn myself in. So he just leaves the house and hopes that, well, maybe they'll just come and knock on the door and leave. <laughs> and he goes to the mall, and I think he said he went to KFC, got a big bucket of chicken, and he was sitting in the car eating KFC <laughs> when the God. cops and Louise pull up. Oh. Go, That's him! <laughs> and they'd been in the house and found the body already. Oh, so he got his Jesus. So his chicken and popcorn eating was interrupted. Oh, man. But it was, I mean, the signs of a psychopath, that's just something. The amazing thing is the way people tell the stories, because it's really like it's just, eh, no big deal. Wow. Um, in fact, uh, check out, see if they got one. There was an accident on 94 that I watched. Boy, I had some great weekend viewing. I watched, Raving psycho. I watched my favorite intervention episode over again, the one with Al. The guy oh, has yeah. the, makes the episodes loser of kid or his grandson. He makes the episodes of cops in the garage. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Put your hands out the window. He's yelling at a parked car in a garage. What do you want me to look for? Um, it's season. I forgot about that. It's guy. season four. Yeah, and he has episodes on YouTube. It was it's actually so a TV show is that he made in his garage when he was smoking meth. Is he still doing it? No, he's sober now, unfortunately. Uh, well, so TV isn't any good anymore? His episodes are all boring? I think we watched one, Just like we? Howard Stern, he gets clean and improves his life, and his show begins to suck. Um, let's see. Investigators poked there was a highway yeah, accident. Was Yeah, I think that's the one, Brandon. I needs to do more meth. Should be a, a guy who's going to say, I can't believe I'm bald. <laughs> they're interviewing. Okay. This you can do the resume thing, because I think... Uh, let's it looks see. like it's the very end. Okay, yeah, rewind about 15 minutes. Because um, he tells this story that, yeah, you know, I hit this stanchion on 94, and that's why I thought maybe you guys would recognize. So a local, like locally 94, I-94? Yeah. Huh. Although this is, a, this guy, this is in western Michigan. Yeah, pause here, and let me see if I can figure this out. That white is the commercials. But I, I was kind of binging signs of a psychopath. I don't know. These guys are fascinating just because they're so blasé about their murders. They're nuts. It's just like it's how, no big deal. How did you know about Crank this show? Up. It's on ID. It's on ID. Oh, I, I know the entire ID lineup, Trudy. <laughs> Any fans of ID know the ID lineup. <laughs> They've got some good episodes coming up, too. Some good new shows. I think one's The Price of Fame. It's like, are you, are you kidding me? Oh, the, okay. And I knew... I knew she was already gone. That's what we would call the Freudian slip. That, I believe, indicates he knew she's already dead. 
he's already killed her. Yeah, Little pause for a second. Make it. Okay, this guy, um, he had a he was a famous robber. I mean, they had video of him in news stories in Western Michigan where he'd robbed all these places and he was in court and they're like they had a nickname for him and everything. But then he meets this babe who's got two kids and uh, she thinks she's in love with him. And then he said that uh, she called him one day and said, uh, I can just tell by the look in your eyes you're not into this anymore and I think we should break up. And so um, he goes back and murders her and throws her like under the railroad tracks or something. And, and or I think he I think he put her in her car and burned the car up. By the railroad tracks, and they that found move it. always works. She's dead. It really did not work Jesus out well. Christ. So now he's just getting towards confessing. I think he's just about to confess. Because he's suggesting, like, yeah, things just went south, and she booked the investigator <laughs> right. that this was hurtful to him. The psychiatrists add nothing. We were in the kitchen. That's when she picked up Chico. Oh, his dog. His beloved dog. And she moved into the bedroom. I had to see. The way she grabbed Chico, it was just. He's bald. There was figure stuff out quick. He knew what she was going to do. She was going to take Chico with her? No, she picked him up to kill him. Oh, no, because she hates him. And I love that little talk. I'm sorry. It was just a breaking point. So he had to kill her to and save Chico. Oh, my God. Pointlessness of this anyway, would you kill for Lila? I think I would. Like <laughs> you going here? Yeah. Um, it's not the episode I thought it was. But, yeah, this guy's kind of interesting. Because they show a video of him later on where he's, he's, he's in court for, for other shit. Really? Did he ever get to re be reunited with Chico? I don't know how that worked out because he was so busy putting her in the car and burning up the car. He's essentially saying she picks up the dog and says, you know, I'm going to kill this thing. And, and then the murder happens. Yeah, I think it's all setting the stage for what's about to come. I think it is manipulative. He had no choice. <laughs> what do you strike her with? Do I think it's too I'm kind of on team psychopath so, here. When she grabbed Chico, is that when you... I didn't really I just picked it right up. It's like a and reflex. I dropped it right down on her. It's like she, she hit his knee with a hammer. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh. we were redoing the windows. It was just right there. And I think it was just one motion. Did she try to defend that or did she not see it coming? I don't know. Okay. I don't know, Brag, but I can be fast. <laughs> Can you believe he said that? I what would you do if she died? I'm actually surprised it didn't go right through her head. So now he's getting off on it a little bit. I swear, it felt like it lifted me right off my feet. Pretty heroic swing you for Chico. You usually say it's love that sweeps you off your feet, but in this case, it's a hammer. There is an element of the, of the dramatic, but I, I do think that that's <laughs> nice part line. of what happens when people are telling a story that's just not true. In reality, it's very likely she was asleep in the bed or in a position oh, of helplessness at the time. But it's implied he's saving the dog from her. Sure. I hope they don't pay these psychiatrists a lot because they don't have shit. Uh, he should have Googled how to get blood out of a wood floor. You're right. Have, yep. I knew I was dying. You know, she was dead. 
much. He's trying to act really heavy here. But chaos. She's dead. Yeah, she doesn't no have a shit. Moved, there was no heartbeat. There was no anything. There was so much blood. I didn't even know I hit her that hard. You're right. God, they really crank up the background music. And it's not a good show for drops. While he's not visibly showing a lot of emotion, the kind of details she freaks me out more than the, than the psychopaths. <laughs> she weird looking. That yeah. mole. She is. I mean, so the ocean. I'm usually so calm. Oh, yeah, sure. Like when he tried to strangle her. Grab the blanket off the, uh... I can't even think of the word. <laughs> He's crying about Chico. What's that? That's a pretty good performance for a psychopath, honestly. They usually can't cry. Mark, what's... Was, yeah, the here he is today. Right to a commercial with a dog in it. Jeez, is that his? Um, there he is today. There's his Otis that's his prison search. picture. It looks great. Prison hasn't aged him one day. Speed ahead Just to twenty when decades. In, speed ahead to when he's on TV, Brandon. Did it's you ta- see? He was oh. talking about some of the mistakes he made. I, I would say that uh, the tattoo on his left leg of a unicorn, a tiger, and an ogre might be another. <laughs> <An ogre. laughs> and he's got or, another dragon tattoo on his right leg. And a dragon a, tattoo a, on his chest with a tiger. Well, how many dragons does he need to have tattooed on him? And, and his alias. Did you see his cool alias, Drew? No, Nighthawk. Wow. Is that tattooed, I hope? It doesn't say if that's on there. He's got one on his left abdomen and his right abdomen. You can track his hair loss by his court appearances. (laughs) Because he gets busted in like 2009 and 2015 or something. Anyway, yeah. I I think the the girl's name is Vargas. Lori Vargas. Yeah. Uh Yeah, That seemed familiar to me. That's a local story, story, isn't it? Yep. Okay. Crank it up. I don't know why the uh, the local news angle always adds something. Because it could have been you. Exactly. Could have been me covering the story. Hey, fine. He's got a long criminal history, not for murder, but for robbery. He certainly does. Donald Spice is so comfortable <laughs> in a courtroom, he actually Nighthawk. stopped for a chat about his case, the third of his criminal career. It's the third time of being really stupid. It was desperation. Apparently, Spice is a pretty desperate person. He's been here before, though he was a bit shy six years ago. This video is from his 1991 case. Spice was actually on a tether for a previous B&E when he burglarized the profile salon on Alpine. That same night, Spice hit the Alpine superwash, ended up back behind bars, and yes, the cycle began again. Spice served five years before getting out last July and immediately trying to break into another business. Having problems getting money, uh, borrowing money. But police say it's not about money. Spice is just addicted to breaking and entering. No, I am not that. The police are trying to make me out to be a... um, Obsessive person. Does that guy seem like he would murder somebody, though? He really proved those cops wrong about being an obsessive person. I know, when they do that. I can't believe I'm bald. (laughs) He's not going to stop. What Donald Spice is obsessed with is the excitement and the winning. I don't. Uh Okay. Setting out a plan. Thanks, Brandon. Was that here or in Kent County? West Side of the State. Uh Free Press covered it, though. Um, what about, did, did anybody see 2020? Because I was trying to remember what the fucking story was on 2020. I watched it, and I apparently deleted it. But huh. I, I knew the, look it up. I sort of knew the story, and it was pretty good. 
What story? How a seven-year-old helped investigators solve her mom's murder. Oh, yeah, that's about, okay. Wow. Kelly, Kelly Clayton. Yeah, and what's his name? What a little girl says. That's the title of the episode. Yeah, that was a, that was a wild story. I've seen it on ID before. Thomas Clayton. And Michael Beard. Thomas Clayton was a, he played hockey for the, what was their name? The Numb Nuts or something? Or the is this the one Wing Nuts? Wait, wait. Is this Northern no. New York? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the one. The hockey oh, player. She's like, that's Dad, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. This is a. But it wasn't Dad. It yeah. was not Dad. Somebody hired, right? It was yep. Michael yeah. Beard. But oh, this, was, this is a wild story. This guy was. <laughs> he was so confident he was going to beat this thing too. He so thought he was smarter than everyone else. And it all started when he was in the area playing amateur, well, professional hockey, like minor league hockey. Mm-hmm. For this, and they it was a small town, so they drew pretty well. Yeah, and he was the, kind of a local hero. The Northern New York Numbnuts, I think. Was the team. Yeah, I want to say Numbnuts, but it wasn't a Numbnuts. It was a cool nickname. <laughs> that would was be it the great, Jackals, maybe. That'd be a great name for a team, the Numbnuts, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think they were the Jackals. Anyway, uh, yeah, Elmira Jackals. Yeah, Elmira. That's weird to think they have a professional hockey team. That's I've only driven through there, but it just didn't seem like a very big place. But they drew well locally because they had nothing else to do, and he's just wailing on people on the hockey on the ice. I'm nuts. Is that you? <laughs> and he <laughs> checked this guy into the boards, and this cute girl was sitting in the in the front, and she's like, "Oh my God, he's so cute!" And uh-huh. then they're at the bar later on, and she went up to him at the bar and said, "Are you single?" And I guess everybody was. You know, everyone was attracted to this stud hockey player because he was so hot and he was so tough. So, of course, they fall in love. They have two kids. Everything is wonderful. He has a construction business. Oh, nice. And he plays poker on Tuesday nights right, or Monday yeah. night. And he goes to play poker. And everything is smooth as silk at the poker game like usual, except that he comes home and there's blood everywhere. Huh. And he gets to the kitchen, and there's his wife lying in a pool of blood in the kitchen. So he calls 911. He takes the kids to the neighbors, and the cops come, and they they look at his hands, and they look at him. They don't see any blood spatter, no nothing. And he's, although they said he was pretty, he just was really nervous, just walking around all the time, and they couldn't get him to sit down. And it didn't seem like a normal reaction, but it was just kind of strange. Yeah. So they start investigating, and... Of course, there's always the red herrings, mm-hmm. and but they're they're just very interested in in what's going on with him. And then just as they're hitting a dead end, the the next morning they showed up at the poker game house, and the the husband and wife there said, "Oh no, he would never do anything like that. He was here playing poker all night. That's absolutely true. It's a fact. Uh, you know, he didn't. Nothing seemed weird about him except he was looking at his phone a lot. I, yeah." Well, didn't he borrow a phone? Like, yeah, but yeah, okay. they didn't tell him then. Okay. So a few days later, the wife calls the police and says, you know, he did borrow my phone. Yeah. And he had his phone. It seemed a little unusual. But uh, she said, I don't think he called anyone because there's no extra number on my phone. And she thought he was borrowing the phone. She thought he was talking to someone on the phone. So what she didn't know is you could delete phone numbers. All right. So they take the phone, and they determine that, oh, he was calling this employee who he had just fired two weeks ago, which seems very strange. Like, why would he be calling a guy he fired two weeks ago, and why did he borrow her phone? 
So they check this guy out, and this guy has uh, is in desperate financial straits. He he's living in a house that the hockey player dude, construction guy, owns, and he's paying a thousand dollars a month rent, and he's been fired from the job. And then it turns out that uh, oh, what do you know? When they interview this guy, he eventually breaks down and says that the hockey player hired him or wanted to hire him to burn his house down, to burn his own house down. Huh. So they're like, I'll burn his house down. Well, that's interesting, but not to kill his wife. And then finally he breaks down and says, yeah, I did it. Really? In the meantime, his daughter had said that the, the guy was wearing a mask and that he looked about like daddy. Yeah. Like, I think she kind of meant daddy's size. Uh-huh. She didn't really have many reference points. So they were kind of focused on him already. In fact, they arrested him really early, and it looked like they needed to put more of it together. And then they find out that this other guy says, yeah, I did it, but he was going to pay me ten grand to do it, and I was supposed to burn down the house afterwards. So he was going to burn up his fucking kids. Oh. Okay, I can't remember. The, what, what was the motive? <laughs> Why? Because he wanted to dump her, and he said, she'd take everything. She was pretty hot, man. She was pretty, yeah. She seemed like she was a great mom. I mean, it seemed like everything seemed okay, but I guess he had a lot of other chicks on the side because he was Mr. Hockey Stud. (laughs) For the numbnuts. Yeah, for the the, uh, Elmira numbnuts. And all the chicks just loved him. So he was carrying on quite a life outside of the marriage, which she didn't know about. And I guess the, the wife and kids thing was just uh, boring. And then I dump her. She'll take everything. And the interesting thing is that he actually projects onto her that she'll try to take everything when, in fact, he beats her to taking everything oh. by killing her <laughs> and was going to have this guy burn the fucking house down. Jesus. With two kids in it. What was the, what was the update? Why did 2020 revisit the story? I burned the goddamn house down. Because I don't think 2020 has ever oh, okay. done this story, it, but it has been on. I know I, it's been on ID. Maybe yeah, it's been well, on we, Dateline. I, I, I know I've we've seen, seen it before it too. Talked about so, it. Yeah. yeah, it has to be Dateline. But he looks so cocky in court too. He just, I don't know. This guy. It's funny. He he didn't seem at all like the kind of guy nobody could believe he would do this. But it's really weird with psychopaths and sociopaths. Sometimes you just don't fucking know. But I think. He resembles a lot of these types of cases, but in a different way. A lot of times it's, you know, kids wanting to kill parents for money. But he is pissed that that, what, that bitch is going to try and take some of my money. Oh, well, yeah, she's got two of your kids, you fuck. <laughs> but he was successful. He was. His own company. He was pretty successful, but it sounded like he narcissist. always wanted more money. It was always it was just really... So he's in prison? Yeah. For life. Not, what does he look like, I wonder? No, oh, good question. He was hot then. Is he playing really for the prison hot. hockey team? <laughs> you know what it was interesting for the trial, because uh, I think they showed some of that. I believe he had grown like a, sh- a really short, nicely trimmed beard and shaved uh, his hair really close. The, so tri- was, the trial makeover? Yeah, he was really into his look. Mm. He yeah. definitely thought he was fucking hot. That's him right there, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah. Him? That's him. Yeah. Um, and also... I'm sure a lot of people watch this because 2020 does. Isn't it usually one of the top 20 shows? Yeah, uh-huh. Did you? I don't know if you remember this. You should say he has CTE. Was that his defense? I have CTE for playing for the known nuts. <laughs> then he could have gotten out like around Hinkley's age when he would have been hotter than Hinkley. He could have gone on a hockey tour. He could have started a senior citizen hockey league. That's he funny. They're, gone to see him play. They're at the point here where they're talking about all the chicks he was nailing. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. 
Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to remember. I don't think they showed any of the chicks he was nailing. Because a lot of times that's. He went gambling after she was murdered. Oh, wow. Oh, he bought. Well, yeah. we all grieve differently, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know what he did that was smart? As a murder consultant, I have to laud him for this. He did a lot of things this. smart. He almost got away with it. He did. It was close. And then in the end, too, it required the jury to believe this shitty former employee he had fired. Yeah. So I almost thought. If the guy didn't flip on him. But I, you know, the jury had to believe that guy too. They weren't. They didn't feel like this was a grand slam of a case, but they thought it was a good case. I mean, they thought he they would caught. win. I'm very proud to say we caught him. Okay, th- he bought. I want to say it was a year before the murder. He bought life insurance, and he insured the family for his life for two million dollars and one million for her life. So it looked like a very responsible life good. insurance yeah. guy because yeah. he, he had a bigger. I mean, that's what I would do. I would make the um, the 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 gain more for me. Yeah. So it looks like I'm making a sacrifice, and then, uh, well, yeah, you don't know, can't think I murdered her because uh, it would have been more money if I died. Yeah. How soon? Why would he, I pay that giant premium? How soon did he call to collect though? <laughs> they didn't say. Oh, must not have been that quick. Yeah, I, I think he was pretty slick in that regard. Now. What, what is the appropriate time to call? It's got to be at least right before it expires. Before. Ask it for a friend. There are people that do it a month before they kill the person. Trudy's like, you can't do that. No, no, to call the collect after the murder. Oh, you got to wait as at least as long as possible. I'd say two weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, longer than that. Two weeks. You can't do it after two weeks. Nobody waits two weeks. But if you get called, you got to say we all grieve differently. <laughs> and then <laughs> when you start getting really pushy about it. Don't do that. Because <laughs> they do like, when are you going to pay? When I get the money? God damn it. <laughs> but she, his, um, his deceased spouse, she had gone to live in Vegas yeah. to be a cocktail waitress and do some modeling. She was pretty. I didn't think she was. Oh, really? Vegas modeling pretty. Uh, Trudy, oh, can we have Trudy make a judgment back. call? Oh, there's, that- the, there's the murderer. That's the killer. Oh, he found religion, it looks like. He may have. <laughs> He's trying to get a sentence short, of course. Where is it at? I, they showed a bunch of pictures of her in Vegas. She looked no, good. she's pretty. I don't she's think pretty. she was modeled. I mean, that's hot. That, she's I, super hot. It's a good picture. Model pretty. <laughs> Seems like I'm splitting hairs here. <laughs> she's all yours. <laughs> let's, hear, let's hear what they say here about her. There she's, she is. She's got a great smile. She Vegas model pretty. Smell good. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, we can contrast to whoever that woman is. I think that's her mom. Oh, yeah, that's mom. Sorry. Waitress. She also did a little bit of modeling out there. I have a she picture of her. I love this, where she has a 30 pound feather headdress on. The way. And she absolutely was the girl who didn't want to have regrets. And I don't think she did. Oh, she looks cute. So she did I think, that. I agree. She's cute. She I absolutely think she's cute. She came back here to visit for Christmas. And went to a we went failing. to a. pretty. Elmira Jackal's hockey game, and oh, that boy. night is when she first saw Thomas Clayton. Murderer. He got checked into the boards, and you his helmet flies off. And <laughs> my sister's like, "Holy cow! He was good looking." And she went out that night to a bar after the game with her asked best friend single. Andy. Fuck yeah. Bunny. It's cute there. Yeah. He was sitting at the bar, and I asked him, "Do you have a girlfriend?" Ooh. And he said, uh, who are you asking for? Oh, so not me. He said, the blonde? She's unbelievable. What was it about him that attracted such attention? He was smooth. Trying to make you feel like players. you were the... Yeah, blah. Yeah. 
He's a much better murderer than Brian Walsh. Yeah. Yes. Did he you, is. Did you see and his mouth isn't disappearing. Did you see her um, or what he was supposed to gain if she was really murdered? $2.8 million? That really? was her. Yeah, that was her portfolio of real estate. That's what he was after, was the money. Was there life insurance? Uh, I haven't seen that yet, but she owned a bunch of properties. Um, Why did she take him off the list? Well, I mean, they're married, right? Yeah, but so, oh, I, he's not going to get shit, Trudy. They were going to divorce, yeah, but, so he wasn't going to get that. But she was planning all along, wasn't she? I mean, when he started looking more and more like a loser, she was. Yeah, I don't think yeah. his name was on the property. I don't think. Yeah, the house in in D.C. was for her and the kids. Yeah, and she was showing it to friends, saying, "Yeah, I've got bedrooms for the kids. I'm starting all over. This is going to be my year." I mean, it was, that story was so sad because she had put up with that zero. You know, a lot of people feel when they get married, well, I've got to, you know, it's kind of a roller coaster. You have to so go with the ups and downs. Hells. And when he got in trouble for the fake Andy Warhols, yeah. she was hanging in there. But he just was not a good father in addition to being a shitbag and a zero at work. Now, this is going to be really challenging. Put on your thinking caps. Why do you think prosecutors think that's the reason he murdered her? The money, you mean? Why do they think it's the money? Yeah. Uh, well, because he was he was a scamster anyway. Because he Googled. Oh, yeah. Well, how long does it take to inherit? Oh, Which, by the way, is God. an improper Google. It should be, how long does it take someone to inherit money yeah, he, from a missing woman? He did quote, how long for someone to, to be inherit. missing to inherit? <laughs> this guy is the worst murderer. And there was a story today about how yeah, the, the saddest name... part is somebody so promising being murdered by someone such a loser. Yeah, and now there's kids without being oh. their parents. Um, yeah. Speaking of kids, new babies, the name Brian has just plummeted among newborns <laughs> because of Brian Walsh, wow. Brian Laundry, and Brian Kobuger. Wow, that's oh. that is weird, all, isn't it? All three like recent big murderers are Brian's. Hey, um, was Brian Brian Walsh? Yeah. Was he Serbian too? Because oh. she was Serbian, and he looks—he has he an looks ethnic, ethnic look about him. I wasn't yeah. sure what it was, but a lot of times, you know, people are attracted to people who are similar in that way. Huh? Let me look it up. I knew this uh, this girl who <laughs> said, "You yeah, really like Albanian guys," and I was like, "Albanian? I don't know what does an Albanian guy look like." But <laughs> her family's from Albania, so it's just kind of a thing. Yeah, I can't find any information on his ethnicity. No, I, I, I only see American. I know she was she her family's from Serbia. I think Yeah. I think she might have been born in Serbia. That's pretty. Yeah, in fact her mother doesn't believe it still. She doesn't believe that oh no, my What is she, Prince Henry? My daughter's husband Harry? would never heard him. She's calling conspiracy. But his middle name is Reza, so hey that Oh really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I must say I don't know what I, that means, but okay. It's been really <laughs> It's been really encouraging and relaxing to not see Prince Harry in six headlines when you look through the uh, prep for the day. Yeah. <laughs> but today he showed up, one, because apparently in his book somewhere he mentions that he went to Graceland. Yep. And oh, he thought it was really God. tacky. And he's like, uh, oh, they, they could have, the, that decorator must have been on acid. You fucking idiot! That's Elvis. Elvis. He's the king yeah, of keys. She's a. He's the king of camp. That's why he wants. The jungle to, room was his choice. That's exactly. why he wants to talk shit because it's America's king, and he wants to. I mean, you know what? Well, he he sneers at royalty, his his family's money and wealth, and he is a snob. And then he, he sneers at 
at Elvis's. Who doesn't want a jungle room, by the way? I think yeah. he's in the minority. They had, remember, they had to bust the window to get the jungle <laughs> yeah, room furniture right. in because Elvis liked it so much. Wait, wait, what's the other room that had the three TVs in a row? I mean, that was who, in the basement. Who he, wouldn't want that? When the Beatles were at Graceland, they were blown away that he had A, three TVs. Yeah. Like, he had every fucking network. Awesome. And he had remote control. That's awesome. Which was unusual in 65. Wow. Hey, Beatle. That's great. What did the jungle room look like? I want a jungle room. You gotta look. Google it. This is the jungle room right here. It looks like it smells and be. No, don't say that. Okay, Prince Brandon. Don't say that. I think there is carpeting on the ceiling in a couple of Yeah, there's carpeting on the ceiling. It looks like grass. Oh, wow. Those window treatments. Those are nice. That's a jungle room. Oh, there's a panda. Oh, what's that room? Oh, whoa. What's going on? I think that's in the basement. Is that bamboo or? I gotta be in a certain mood for the jungle room. Well, when I'm in that mood, there's no other room I can be in. I would, I would totally live in that house. Like it's That's great. Fur-covered. The, the, the furniture matches. Yeah. The whole room. It's driving me mad. Wow. What's wrong with him? And they had, like, space heater built into the wall. There's a guitar there, too. I don't know how anybody can't appreciate the jungle room at, at certain times. <laughs> Think of the amount of drugs that was done in the jungle it, room. It, 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 it's too fuzzy. Like, there are too many surfaces that you could not get clean. And Everything is shagged. Hey, Prince Harry. Everything is shagged. The carpet is shagged. Yeah. The furniture is shagged. It's the 70s. The drapes are shagged. The ceiling is shagged. <laughs> the ceiling yeah. is shagged carpeting. I want everything shagged, man. <laughs> I shagged a lot of girls in there, man. <laughs> That's I'm awesome. a bird and a beaver. That's great. <laughs> it just looks wet. It looks like you're in Rainforest Cafe. It's the jungle room. Brandon, it's not for all occasions. <laughs> God, you guys. Occasions. Do you have any culture at all, you and Trudy? <laughs> it's not for all occasions. <laughs> what special occasion goes on in the jungle room besides doing a lot of drugs? When I feel like it. <laughs> I, I can feel it when I feel it. I'll tell you when I feel that way. <laughs> you recorded an LP down there? Elvis, way down in the jungle room. It's got great acoustics. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if it's on Spotify. <laughs> Elvis, way down in the jungle room. Way down. I think it's that far away. That's okay. It is not on Spotify. Damn it. Oh, wait. Yeah, it is. <gasps> Hit it. Way down in the jungle room. Man. I know these songs, though. One has 14 million streams, man. See, it's got acoustics. Uh, you gotta be in a certain room to listen to the jungle room. Prince Harry never recorded an album in his house. Yeah. Bitching about. Hey, did uh did anybody see this? I s- if, if we talked about this, I, I'm sorry because I just do not remember us discussing this at all. Did anybody see that Joe Biden himself said that he thinks police should not shoot to kill? No. Wait, has he said that? Yeah, Google I don't it. Know. Google it. I swear to God, he said it like a week ago. I don't think we ever talked about it. Hmm. I thought I did Policy. hear yeah, deadly force. Yeah, we have to retrain right. cops as to why should you always shoot for de- with deadly force? The fact is, if you need to use your weapon, you don't have to do that. Imagine the angry emails he got. To call a fresh approach to recruit and how we recruit, how we hire, how we train, how we promote, and how we retain, retain 
and law enforcement. Okay, that, that's weird because you guys barely even were aware of that story. I mean, that was a big deal two years ago. Why do they have to keep shooting and shooting and shooting? And there's never been anything said about it since. There's really been no discussion. Biden, the president, said something, and there's virtually no response to it. Is it that? Well, maybe it's just it's that, that dead that in the ridiculous. water. It's that ridiculous. Yeah. That's why. Well, because people, whenever it's somebody they like that gets murdered, even if they're a criminal, people go, why do they shoot him in the arm? It's not but, you know, like when you have the, the woman who's about to stab the person in Columbus. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you got to uh-huh. shoot her in the head. I mean, I don't know how well, how much the, time they think the, the police have to consider all these things. Don't they say you aim for the chest, right? The biggest yeah, you area. shoot to stop, kill. You, you shoot stop, to you eliminate. Shoot to stop the threat. Right. We've heard that over and over and over. So I didn't, I mean, I would have thought that he either would have been criticized across the board or people would have welcomed it, but instead it seemed like it just went it. nowhere. Yeah, I didn't hear about it until right now. I thought that was weird. And then um, also... Because everyone's weekend. focused on his documents. Well, that's true, too. And and that was, which is no regrets. No regrets. There's no there there. Okay. And they've found everything, although they found more after he said that and after the press secretary said that. Well, I got to say, I, and I, I do not like uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre Ramsey. I, I don't like her. Um, I don't think she's very good at her job. No, she's not. But I really feel like they're hanging her out to dry now because she has, like, no information on this. And she actually said, she's like, well, his team's going through it right now. I'm like, aren't you part of the team? You're the There's a process. She keeps saying, there's a process, and we're not at the process point where I tell you anything more. She has said multiple times that, yep, it's done. They found everything they need to find. And then last Friday, the FBI goes in and finds it. By the way. They spent 15 hours? Yeah. They were going through everything, including his old to-do list. Who keeps old to-do lists? Well, Isn't the I, purpose of a to-do list to throw it away when you get done with doing everything you I, had to do? I know you're one of those people who throws a lot away. Oh, I love throwing is, shit Which away. is great, because it does. it's very cleansing. But I've gone through boxes in my house where I'm like, oh, wow, this happened? Cause, no, I, I <laughs> usually so, really, I, I'm usually really excited to look at it for about <laughs> 20 seconds, and then like, ah, I just put it back. Like, why am I putting this just back? throw it away! Like, <laughs> Like stuff that I wrote a long time ago, and it's like a window into what I was like back then. I'm so deep. I know. But but some of those documents are from. You bring some of those things into the show? (laughs) Never, ever. Never, ever. Like the letter you wrote to. Who'd you write a letter to? Fran Tarkin. Tarkin. But. um, Will you please see me in any future letters to NFL players? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I mean, some of these documents were when, when he was a senator. Not how far back. Well, yeah, you're right, but the yeah. point is, because, and when Trump, when this whole thing happened, and I know it was different because Trump didn't cooperate, do, 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 but also there was a lot of dis- disgust at, well, how could anyone have these kinds of documents? <laughs> and Biden said it was a disgrace and so on. And, you know, like I said, you had to watch Fox oh, News to oh, see oh. what he said when Trump each was side, caught with each, documents. Each side is yelling at the other side, and yet no one knows what these documents are, what's in right. them. No. Yeah. Although, frankly, Biden's, the documents he had from when he was a senator, probably more worrisome than when he was vice president. Well, I, I haven't heard charge any, of the Foreign Affairs Committee. I've not uh, even yeah. heard speculation on what they are. I mean, very little in that well, regard. I, I heard a lot of speculation about Trump's. They were nuclear codes. Oh, yeah. There was, well, we saw the All picture. the worst things were speculated. Yeah. But, um, but the thing about 
there's no there there and no regrets. I don't understand. When is the transparency issue going to be discussed? Because they found Let's, them November 2nd and nobody knew until January. And that to me and is the biggest the bigger bullshit yeah. of all it's of this. The cover up worse than the crime and how they handled it. And like we like that started this discussion. It's a distraction from real shit that's going on. Right, but but what it seems to shit? me that they're never going to they're <laughs> never going to tell us what went on from November second to January eighth uh, or whatever it was. Oh, We're not, they're just never going to tell us anything. I know. They're just going to say that well, there's a process and we followed the process and uh, no, they could have told us right then, but they chose not to. I mean, as far as the latest group, they just they just found more over the weekend, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they reported that Friday, this morning. Yeah, right. And I swear to God, my reaction was to laugh. I just. Don't know what to do but laugh. It's just funny, it's funny to me. Mm-hmm. It's just so stupid. And then they had a poll over the weekend. This was this is my, one of my favorites. Do you approve of the way Joe Biden handled these um, these top secret documents or whatever? Sixty four percent do not approve of his handling of these documents. Thirty four percent approve. <laughs> They're not Who's approving going? of the way. No, he this is good. The this is fine. I love the way he did this. Not a problem at all. That, that question was formed Well, in order I mean, to get I that think response. You ex- but I think you expect, well, I can tell you, because um, well, it was all who, over the place. Who's going to say, I mean, in, really, who's, who's going to say, say they approve? approve of that? Yeah. I, I don't, 34% said they approve. Well, that's politically motivated then. What do you mean? Yeah, right. Like mm-hmm. all polls. Almost any, uh, really, I'd say if, um, if a poll says... 60 40 th- against the person, then you know they really fucked up. Whereas, or 55 45, even because you know that more people in that person's own party are actually saying they don't approve of it. But usually they'll just across the board say, Oh, no, he didn't do anything wrong. But I just, I mean, 34%. Um, anyway, so that uh, they still, he has other houses they haven't even looked in yet. <laughs> He has a house on the beach, and they said he's not in that house this weekend, so maybe they'll have people there this weekend. I bet you there's stuff in those houses. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. In multiple locations. But it must be, maybe I'm crazy. I'm guessing that. Come on, man. Does Clinton have uh, top secret files? And does Bush have secret files? I I laughed out loud watching SNL and their news because when they were talking about the documents of Trump and the documents of Biden and how it really makes Hillary Clinton want to blow her head off (laughs) (laughs) because of all the, you know, to do about her servers. Right. And yet, yeah, apparently nobody just keeps track of anything. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Which, I, I mean, that that's an actual huge flaw, isn't it? That they don't have someone who gives them well, the documents. They do. And then, they do have someone. And then retrieves them. You have to Supposed do both. Yeah. Both things have They're to happen. Suppo- allegedly, they do have all those people. Do they? And the, yeah. And the excuse for Trump was, oh, well, it was such a clusterfuck at the end that he just ended up walking off with a lot of stuff that just got boxed up and sent to Mar-a-Lago. And then... They knew he had them, and he said, yeah, I do have them, but I've declared them unclassified or whatever, and yeah, then he wouldn't now. give them up. Yeah. I know there was some talking head when all the Trump stuff was going on, and I, you know, who knows the answer to this, but they're like, yeah, we classify way too much information. Like, so much. Oh, I'm sure it's a pe- big pain in the ass. But, yeah. when, but It's not it did, an excuse, I'm just saying. it's. But it is a fact when Trump did it, a lot of people said, there's a process for that. How the fuck does he have these documents? And, you know. I don't know. I don't honestly. I didn't know if it was a big oh, deal I'm or sorry not. Sorry about that. Yeah, because no when one they knows say, what's in it. When they say classified, you know, me as a just normal human, I think, well, that sounds like a big deal. 
but yet I don't know because they classify a ton of shit. And there's, I, so, and there's what secret and then top, top secret because yeah. we have to learn all this stuff. And I think Biden has one top secret. Yeah. So you know, is that really really a big deal? I don't know. Well, it seemed like it was a Should really have big any deal from me <laughs> when they raided Mar-a-Lago. But yet this stuff doesn't seem like that big a deal, or it just doesn't seem like as big a deal, or there isn't as big a deal, or there isn't as big a worry about, what does he have? Yeah. And I guess we'll never know anyway. So how do you get know how mad to get? Well, there's they a don't give there you a, any idea what it is. Oh, everybody knows how mad to there's get. a special <laughs> investigator. I mean, if there's some kind of, I don't know. But if it's top secret... Or if it's classified, how can they tell you what it is? Well, they can tell you the scope of it, I would assume, like in what realm and how. But they've never told us that. We, sure. Have we ever heard what was at Trump's place? He has uh, a lot of no, fucking but that's, but it's classified still, documents. It's still yeah, going it's, on. Yeah, it's in process. Is that really that hard? I mean, to go through those and give you some Did idea? Did you see how many hey, documents he had? <laughs> they had them spread it on the floor. I don't know. I, I, to me, it seems like it's. it reminds me of the Michigan State thing, which I was reading about this morning, um, about the dancing professor. The dancing professor who violates the policies on relationship violence, sexual misconduct, and Title IX. And we talked about it. They spent $550,000 to investigate a dancing professor who was dancing too crazy. Um, yeah, and the response, yeah. I mean... For this to cost $550,000, you or I would require imagination. It would require imagination for me to even imagine how you would spend that much money. I would really have to think about, like, oh, my God, well, you could take people out to eat and put them overnight in really expensive hotels when they're, you know, studying this and interviewing people. I mean, I have no idea how you could spend that much money about something where a guy's dancing crazy. Serious question. Um, Are these lawyers on, like, a retainer at universities? Do I don't think so, because so they were paid $1,000 an hour. Are they outside? Count? Oh, they were? Yeah, they were paid $1,000 an hour. And actually, I saw a lot of people saying... I think lawyers are overpaid. Yeah, uh, yeah a little bit. Uh, dancing professor, you need the best attorneys. Well, you I mean, pay $1,000 an hour. Look at the Flint settlement, right? This is a dancing professor. Well, and the, yeah, and the response, because it's a federal um, I think you have a $300 an hour public lawyer institution. investigate a dancing professor. Anyway, they came up with two claims of unwanted sexual contact by Charles Haddock, uh, and then two deans reported that he was intoxicated and danced inappropriately. Uh, Sanjay Gupta didn't report the alleged sexual assault or relationship violence and is no longer a dean, but he is an accounting professor, so this is so horrible, but yet he's still somebody's accounting professor. Professor. Haddock was standing very closely. Well, these were the findings. Haddock was standing very closely to claimants while speaking. He was whispering into people's ears. He danced in, with a sexually aggressive manner. And there were two unwanted sexual contact claims. Oh. There were nine pieces of evidence, seven public incident reports, and a 12-second video. Okay, well, that's... that's Can we what, see that's, the 12-second video? If they spend $550,000, don't we deserve to well, see the 12-second video? The, shouldn't the proper settlement be that this guy's to dance in public or maintain a TikTok uh, account for a year where he has some new <laughs> dancing video up every day? Oh, now, what you just described sounded like, what, 20 hours of work? At the most. And it sounds like a crime. It sounds like the police should be investigating. I mean, it's if it's so night. much that they spend $550,000 investigating, you're telling me this is not a crime? Wait, it was at a Gatsby party? Oh, yes. yeah, the theme, yeah. Oh, Gatsby boring. Which means he did a really bad Charleston. What, what, is, what is a policy on relationship <laughs> violence? Because this comes under relationship violence. Is it part of Title IX? 
What do you mean? J- I don't know. Is that it's listed under relationship violence? So is that dancing is relationship violence? Dancing, humping? What? Is, what does that? I mean, I don't even know what crazy that means. Dancing, making my penis soft. Because they were business students. Is that the relationship? Well, a relationship violence family? to me is something criminal. Sure. Relationship violence. Well, violence doesn't well, mean the same cr- thing as it used to either. Exactly. Well, that's no exactly what I'm <laughs> trying to get to is right. you know words are violent now. Yes. Words are not violent. Aretha Franklin songs are. Oh, well, words can be violent if you're bullying somebody. No, that's not violent. Not. A, I mean, well, words are not violent. Kill you're not violence. struck words. by words. Yeah. Oh. Roll over here so I can show Sticks you. Sticks and stones is. can break my bones, but <laughs> names, well, I guess names can hurt very badly. Yes. Very badly. But I mean, this charge that he whispered into people's ears, that's a charge. Oh, God, lock him up for that. It's gross. Standing close to claimants, that's a charge. I mean, some people hey, do baby. that, but I guess Would he Would you just... like to come back to my place? <laughs> I can talk even quieter than this. <laughs> you won't even know I'm in the room. <laughs> She would dem- demonstrate this sexually aggressive dancing. Show us that 12 second Where's video. that 12 second video? I know. That's got to be damning, whatever it is. talk like this for the rest of my life. Wow. What is his name, by the way? You can't even. Charles Haddock. It's bizarre to me that when you Google it, he doesn't even He's show really up. not. I mean, the, there's so many other people in trouble for yeah, it. From the reporting process. Yeah, it's really, you know, when somebody commits a crime now, it's really about That's the people true. reporting it or not reporting it. It's not about the crime itself, the dangerous dancing. <laughs> you know, the guy who didn't report it is the guy that lost his job. Uh, Charles Haddock did not, the dancing aggressively guy did not lose his job. He's an accounting professor at Michigan State. The guy that didn't report it because he said, well, I knew other people were reporting it. He lost his job. For not reporting it. Okay. Seven other people did report it and kept their jobs. And every single story I can find is behind a paywall. So it's like you can't even find his name because you can't get past the first sentence. Bizarre. And uh, Jacob Edwards, this is the guy that robbed the bank in New Baltimore wearing a Jiffy Lube outfit. Yeah. Pretty clever. <laughs> and there was a surveillance photo. They kind of knew who it was. And then that night, he was in a rollover car accident and he ran away. And somebody's surveillance caught him again. They're like, oh, that's him. He just rolled his car over. Now, if you rob a fucking bank, shouldn't you drive very, 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 very carefully? Just like Brian Kohlberger, who's fucking speeding and following people. You fucking idiot. You just stab four people. So then he steals a black Ford F-150. And this is such bullshit. He posed as a stranded motorist next to a car that was not his. And... Uh, let's see, what's his name? Brandon Fitzmorris stopped and offered to help. And he says, yeah, I need a tow. And the guy says, yeah, I can tow you. So when he went to attach the coast tow strap, Jacob Edwards, the bank robber, jumped in his truck and started it and tried to take off, except that the the generous motorist, Brandon Fitzmorris, ran up and fought with him over the, the car. Hmm. Um, he gets punched a bunch of times, and I think he separated his shoulder. They spurred off. Then he takes off in the car, he reports the, the stolen truck, and it's not spotted until he's all the way from Michigan to Danville, Illinois. And the police run the plate, say, oh, that's a stolen car. They follow it. He crashes again. He wow. crashes another car, escapes, and then they're on the lookout for him in Danville, Illinois. The next day, someone calls 911 and said, yeah, somebody's knocking at our door. We have no idea who it is. He looks like he might be that guy. Police drive to the neighborhood, and they see him in the neighborhood. He's not at the house anymore. Mm. They end up 
telling him to stop. They chase after him. He fires at the cops. He actually, or no, he pointed his gun at the police. He didn't fire, but he pointed his gun at the police. They hit him in the arm, and he was subdued. But he did fire his gun at the at the police officer. So, um, and meanwhile, while this was going on, he was Snapchatting. <laughs> That's him, saying, right there. The yeah. world pushed me to this. Fuck the world. Oh my god, oh, yeah. that the picture world. screams dipshit. Do you guys remember when we got together as the world? <laughs> to push this guy to do this, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I know. It was, conspiracy. it was a conspiracy. It was a long it was well meeting. Done. But holy fuck, he wrecks all these vehicles. He steals these vehicles. He's, I mean, he gets away every fucking time. Which is society's fault because <laughs> eighteen years old. And I wonder. I wonder. Uh, honestly, I mean, this is a this is a big deal. You rob a he robbed a bank. He's chased in a car. He crashes it. He gets out. He gets away. He crashes another car that he steals. So he steals a Ford F-150, gets chased. So he's he's eluding police. Mm -hmm. He crashes that car, gets away. Then he points a gun at police. He's playing Grand Theft Auto in real life. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I would think that'd Just be... needed all. hookers. That would seem like a lot of prison to me. Mm-hmm. Although... You never know. The Florida story is pretty fun today. Which Florida story? The Joe's crap shack story. Ugh. <laughs> Dr. Disgusto. Would you ever? Oh, yeah. I never read that story, Brandon. <laughs> okay. You know, I can have the Fort local Myers. news. I can have the local news actually. Explain it. Yeah. Tell the story nice. for you. I want to hear it from them. Because I love it when local news has to talk about uh, Dr. Disgusto. Because right, they use words like defecate and feces. Right. Correct. The search is shit. on for a man who broke into a restaurant that had finally reopened after Hurricane Ian. Investigators say he broke into the Joe's Crab Shack in downtown Fort Myers, stole alcohol, Great and defecated on, that guy. on the floor before he <laughs> left. Wake News reporter Julian Esperto has been speaking with people in downtown Fort Myers and has reaction to this unusual <laughs> burglary. Ooh, it's yeah. the kind of story hey. you oh, swear man. could only happen in Florida. Someone broke into a popular seafood restaurant that had just reopened yeah. after Hurricane Ian and defecated right <laughs> on the floor. Now police need your help identifying what? This man broke into downtown Fort Myers Crab Shack's window and defecated oh, on its floor. They showed him getting up from shitting. He also alcohol while he was at it. It's as bizarre as it gets. Who does that? Who at to go to the bathroom? Fort Myers Police Department oh, posted the showing security that. Wait, footage and some He's just getting up from dumping, and they just show him, like, pulling his pants up and getting up. That man on the street, that guy should have pulled an Alec Baldwin and told the woman to <laughs> shut up because he's handling it. Because the microphone was in his face, and she just yaps so much that the reporter turns to her. Let's review that. Well, back that up, Brandon. That really bothers me. It's his moment to shine. See? See, he's, he's got the mic. He's even looking at her like, "What are you doing, hijacking?" She should have told her, "Shut up." And it's just bizarre as it gets. Who does that? At to go to the bathroom. Fort Myers yeah, Police one at a time. She had the security nothing. footage and some up close snapshots of him on Facebook. It's very insane. It's I, I just don't understand how somebody could do something like Great that. Comment. That's really disgusting. <laughs> and yeah, and it is one of them Florida man stories that nah. puts us on the map. <laughs> Oh, just a Florida man story? Wrong. Florida man. Um, I don't know why anybody would do that. I just thought it was a fun thing to do or something. Uh, his wife knows to stay man on the street to say disgusting. that defecating yes, in a restaurant yeah, is wrong. Yeah, I'm waiting for the guy that goes, well, I'm never eating there again. People who frequent Joe's Crab Shack and downtown Fort Myers are never quite coming concerned back. about the incident. <laughs> no. Because it's kind of close to home. and that It could have been you. 
These what? people are out on the streets. These people. Mm, you never know what they're going to do. Defecator. Right. There's people it's that murder scary. people down Hopefully there. Hopefully he gets caught. But I mean, if he doesn't, if he's watching this right now, I hope he learned his lesson. <laughs> you know, hey, I mean, Joe, Joe's crab shot doesn't deserve that. And maybe they should make him clean it up. I mean, seeing that it's Florida, a lot of crazy things happen, so... That kind of caught me out of shock and surprise, but... <laughs> Look what yeah, feces that, does to a story. Really Everyone fucking knows it. <laughs> <laughs> the that manager was the best of Joe's one. Crab Shack told me he just wants to move past this incident, but he did say he is working <laughs> yeah, Oh, he doesn't want to keep focusing on it? ...to find the man who did this. In downtown Fort Myers, Jolina Asperto, Wink News. Oh, Any time you decide to go to Joe's, you have to decide if you're going to go to the feces one or the other. Joe's Crab, crab Shack. Shack. Yeah. That's- and... Doesn't the um, co-anchor look like it's her third day on the job? Yeah, so do the reporter. Maybe four miles. Yeah, she's a taken aback by it. Um, that reminds me. Can you bring up the Stephanie Gosk story on Olivia Dunn? Oh, fun. because they did it on Friday on the Today Show. They were teasing it Thursday, and Thursday was cushion? our last show. So did they flip her. Cushion? Was there a cushion? <laughs> there was a cushion involved. <laughs> I'm so I, I no, thought I that, that they, I, wrong. It's totally wrong. I know it is. I just want to tell you they 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 do this story as if it's about a gymnast. Mm-hmm. Story is not about a gymnast. The problem. It's with about the story. Uh, it's about a boner army leader, boner a boner maker, <laughs> who who makes millions off making boners and has millions of followers who just happens to be a gymnast, and they try to make it sound like it's the other way around. <laughs> I knew they were going to do this. Can you, but can you imagine if they were to tell the story that the other why, way? Why, but why not tell it the way it is? Especially at Louisiana State University, it takes a childhood of dedication. I pretty much sacrificed my summers. Aww. You know, those pool days, those beach days with your friends. I was in the gym Wait, training. Well, LSU you make knew boners? Olivia Dunn would be a good gymnast. What they didn't anticipate was this. There's the boner army. <laughs> Livy is Dunn's social media name. That's most likely how these young men who came out to see her at a meet in Utah know her. And on social media, the 20-year-old is a superstar with nearly 10 million followers across Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Has nothing to do with gymnastics. What do you make of your following? It's enormous. (laughs) It is. It's hard to wrap my head around at times, yeah. Did you know that those kids were going to be there? Young men, some of them teenagers. Yeah. boners. Um, so in the past, I have had some of my supporters come out to the meets and watch and cheer for LSU, but that was insane. It really was. Following that meet, Dunn asked fans to be respectful. Right. The university put in new security yeah, measures. Knock it down before yeah, you show they up. they gave us some new uh-huh. rules for us athletes just to keep athletes. us safe, to not go into the stands after meets. And we have a new well, security unsafe? person that travels with us. Coach Jay Clark Did they give you the rule the to stop making boners? Increasing <laughs> security. Not. How is she supposed There's to do that? Not post. Yeah. social media yeah. that just changes it everything. Changes everything it? because I think it creates a kind of a false sense of accessibility and familiarity <laughs> that no, followers feel as though they know. <laughs> it's not because they think they know her. Sort of connection. Now that the NCAA allows their, students their to make money are on their fully name erect. and image, that influencer status has turned into sponsorship deals. And lots of money. Influencer. Dunn makes more than any other female college athlete. Are we talking six figures? Are we talking seven? Can you say? Um, I'm very grateful to be making seven figures. It is very Ooh, cool that wow. someone in college has the opportunity mil. to do that now. But it comes with challenges. 
John's content is a mix. Dance videos, behind the scenes with the team. I haven't seen no dance videos or behind the scenes with the team. That is bullshit. That's all it is. She acts like, and the occasional, no. Why do they say that? Well, I'd love to see the likes for the dance videos and the sexy photos and versus the behind, behind the scenes of the, of the team. team. I, I haven't seen the dance videos. The only behind the scenes of the team is when her and her best friend, the other really yeah, sexy are like gymnasts, hugging each other. Yeah, they boob to boob, which are not that different from some of the most popular influencers. Don says it sometimes. Wait, but you just showed three women comments. flaunting are their tits, and you said they're not different than other influencers. In a way that is scary. Yeah, Sometimes. there are some people occasionally that do reach out, and it is a bit concerning. She tells us last year, the Don't university went to the police over an incident. For those who may suggest the nature of oh her content God. is to blame, she has this to say. Oh. As a woman, you're not responsible for how a man looks at you and objectifies you. That's not okay, a pause woman's a second. She's objectifying Wait, herself. When you're putting those kind of pictures up nonstop, yeah, you have a little bit to say about it. That's not, it's not your fault. That they're viewing you as a boner maker, but you are being the boner maker. You're being a great boner maker. In you're fact, embracing. you're trying to be the best boner maker you can. You're, you're leaning in really hard. She really is the top collegiate boner maker at the moment. No, she is. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but to act like, I'm just a gymnast, damn it. Yeah. It's she bullshit. Can't, she can't help how men objectify how her boner maker properties. So you don't think she has any idea how to, how to make a boner with a picture? Because she sure seems to make the right pictures. No, no, no. She she does. She's just, it's not her fault. Because it's your, she's protecting. No, on it's that. not the boner's fault either. The boner's just reacting to the picture. It's that deal the boner you, has no choice either. It's that deal you make when you collect the $3.5 million. <laughs> Right. There's going to be a lot of boners coming after you. It's not right, but it's just how it works. It's a body. Stanford women's basketball coach Tara <laughs> Vanderbilt, never created a boner. some of the content female athletes are posting, undermines progress women have made in changing perceptions, telling the New York Times this is a step back, no, it's an argument that Coach Clark strongly disagrees with. If expression and self-expression is something that we value boner making. as a right in this country, <laughs> okay. then we have to be consistent when it doesn't necessarily fit what our own agenda might be. It's I don't right. think it sets things back. In a sport that offers few professional prospects, Coach it Clark doesn't and offer much for women who aren't great making boners. While she sure. has her eye on a future after gymnastics. As for that future, Dunn tells me she wants to turn her brand into a business when she graduates. And she's right. Just keep making boners. Just get ready to do that, guys, including marketing. She'll be a billionaire. She'll, uh, seriously, uh, no bullshit. In two years, she'll sign a, a makeup deal, and within four years, she'll be a billionaire. But it's all based on the boners. Yes. I mean, when they act as if, oh, yeah, behind the scenes stuff with the team and, oh, those summers off building up her gymnastics skill, that's all bullshit. She's That's like Kim Kardashian saying, oh, I'm just a great business person. And no, it all stems from the boners. Mm-hmm. It all stems from the, you know, the, the porn video. Yeah. And when Kim Kardashian spoke to Harvard Business School, I thought some people's heads were going to explode. <laughs> Did you guys see that? Yeah. No. People yeah. were just like, oh, my God. This is... And I was like, no, this is, this is hot privilege meets college privilege. Because these people, you know, that spend a hundred grand who are legacies and dad went there and grandpa went there and every member of the cabinet went there. I mean, really, those are two different kinds of privileges just sort of bumping into each other. Yeah. Well, anyway, I I thought they really 
they did, they tried to kind of wink at her boner making, but they really tried to act like, oh, that's just a background thing. Uh, occasionally she has pictures that are sort of like the other influencers who are making boners. <laughs> Breaking news with Mort Grimm. This is really exciting. Damar Hamlin has visited the Damar Hamlin mural. All right. <laughs> See the picture there? That's fantastic. <laughs> he just posted it 20 minutes ago. Fucking cool. Wow, and he's making the heart. He made the heart during the game yesterday, just like yeah. the mural. That's the triangle of the Illuminati, not the heart. Is right. that really what people oh, are right. saying? That's right. I wouldn't pyramid, be surprised. Yeah, pyramid. That's exciting. Look at him, man. Yeah. yeah. Or his clone visited it, I guess. Yeah. Because he wrote clone on the post. Well, uh, as far as um, Olivia goes, I, I just, calling these people influencers is just so stupid. Why do they have to use the word influencers? Is that to pretend that they're doing something influential with their brains? Well, they're selling a product, right? Which is their body. With their brains. They're not... Influence is something you build over a long period of time, usually with a lot of, you know, good decisions and expertise. I mean, if it's influencing boners, I would would go along with it. But to say these people are especially good at influencing people to make good decisions or something like that, I, I don't it just seems so stupid to me. I mean, I, honestly, before the boner making got out of control, I always thought the term influencer was just dumb. Because you have people who, for example, the guy, is this guy an influencer? The guy that Justin Timberlake took a selfie with? He had a million followers the next oh, day. Is he an influencer? At the Super Bowl? Because Justin Timberlake took a selfie with him? That makes him an influencer? No, anybody that has an Instagram is an influencer now. You ever Any, anybody that? that has X number of followers is an is an influencer. I don't know if you're making that much money like she is though. That's say she's an influencer. But she's how working is she on her brand. Inf- how is that an influencer though? I, she's I don't getting know. paid to tell these dopes to go buy products. She influences my boner. I mean, I guess you, okay. Boner. Instead of influencer, how about calling her the product because she's just a product. Yeah, no, I agree. She's a product. She is a brand. She herself, her yeah. body, her. Because uh, I've never seen, you know, in looking, and I looked at her Instagram and the comments. And by the, there are very few comments people asking to help with their businesses or you know anything that would involve influence or you know using her brain to help someone. I have. There are people on there who are also boner makers who want to collab with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But other than that, and and she doesn't. There's nothing influential in her comments in her posts. Yeah. Like she's no. saying, you know, uh, I believe in this because of this. In other no. words, there's not any real verbal influence. She's not trying to direct anyone to... No, it's just all pictures. Oh. I mean, there's sometimes there's a brief explanation of the picture, but that's, that's about it. <laughs> it's not necessary at all. And just... I, cause what you're doing is you're saying influencers, I mean, I think that's something that is earned over time, and these are people who are very, very young. I mean, really, influencers are, what, 15 to 25, mostly? Yeah. Yeah, about. Because mm-hmm. you don't see, you know, some 50-year-old going on and, and taking hot oh. pictures and all of a sudden getting a bunch of followers and going, oh, man, he's he's an influencer. No, poor Scova. <laughs> oh, Scova. she's in the news today, too. Is she? Yeah, this is a great story. You're going to love this one. The, the headline a, is, crying, B, regretting something, or C, being mad that... Why Paulina Poroskova walked out on a disastrous date 
before dinner even arrived. Oh, Jesus Christ. Who picks up these the stories? Post, the post. Why? Uh, I don't know. So she gave them an interview and she said, uh, I'm not kidding. 75% of the men that I've come on a date with, when I ask them what went wrong in their last relationship, they will tell me that their wives had a borderline disorder. Oh, all the men she dates. No, she... Here's the part that's most important. She quizzes them whenever she dates them she on what went wrong. Her dates bemoan their ex-wives saying, oh, I did everything I could. And she's just crazy. So Pauline Poroskova is an extremely balanced person exactly. able to suss this out she says, of these warped men. The last time that happened, I stood up in the middle of dinner and I walked out. I didn't even wait for the entrees to come. I was like, you know what? Good luck finding a sane woman. I'm done. And all I could think of is... Yes, that guy so That's, dodged. Yeah, he got a big he break. dodged a major bullet. <laughs> Saved him the next day. Yes, it really did. But does she not see the irony in that? Because she was no. a little unhinged with no. Okasik. Well, now, who shakes people down, though, on a day like that? Isn't that kind of... Well, he got to eat the... He, he got to pick between entrees, want, I don't know though. why anyone would... Why did you long break long up with your last woman? Hey, Brian, hit Channel 4 at 11 o'clock last night. Um, I just wanted to look at this. There's a story at 11.06 where... There's a, this is just so weird. This guy is at the DSO performing, and the last time he was here, it's like a month and a half ago, someone yelled the N-word, mm -hmm. and I didn't know this. I know you told me at the time. We talked but, about it, yeah. Yeah, this guy was yelling at, there was somebody in his seating area that was doing something he didn't like, and so he said, F these N-words, and left. Yeah, well, we got, you know, we got an email from someone who was, actually like nearby that like they were one of our listeners was at this yeah, we had DSO a couple concert. borderline messages too and they the way correct me if i'm wrong brandon but it really sounded like this guy that yelled the n-word was um i don't know like making out with his wife and then arguing with his wife so when he's he, drunk yeah they so, said he was drunk so when he got up and left it was more what he said was directed at the people around him who were complaining to him, like, hey, knock it off. But they're acting During like the Charlie he was Brown yelling it at the performers exactly, yeah. on the stage yeah. and that yeah, this yeah, is yeah. his first return since the N-word was yelled at him, yes. but the N-word wasn't yelled at him. And by the way, it was That's a drunk guy like. who was a guest of someone. They know who it was. So I don't understand why the whole city of Detroit is suddenly on, like we're in court having to prove that we don't scream the N-word at every performer. But anyway, watch how, watch how it's covered. It's just weird. The Detroit Symphony Orchestra welcomes back a well-known jazz player after an incident that drew national attention. You may remember was last month Cyrus story? Chestnut was performing a Charlie One guy Brown yelling something when an audience member drunk? yelled a racial slur. Well, it's terrible. Tonight, the jazz player I agree. took the stage at DSO again. But it sure gives you Our a lot of power. We talked to Chestnut tonight. She joins us live. And Paula, he really just wants to put that I'm incident sorry, I thought behind I him, right? Up way past this. Well, I, I, absolutely, but he certainly doesn't want to walk away from it either. Good evening to you and good evening everyone. Cyrus Chestnut has been performing music and teaching professionally for decades. He says he has never been racially attacked while performing on stage until December 9th here at the DSO. He says getting would, back on stage tonight that? was actually really, really difficult. But I do want you to know Today, four days after his 60th birthday, Detroit wrapped its arms around him and celebrated him Detroit style. 
So the entire city was on trial because of this? <laughs> Doesn't that seem a little overdone? Yeah, of course. Sunday, as you are, wearing Carhartt to Cartier. Sneakers and stilettos alike. All races, religions, all people in a single endeavor to love equally music. Tonight at the, the crowd DSL, really got together to, to try and make this up to him, this, even though the person wasn't yelling at him. Oh, he's doing stand-up too before the jazz. I guess so. Drunk, no excuse. New to the DSO, still no excuse. Here on someone else's ticket, December 9th, exclaimed loudly the f bomb and then used the n word. Towards That's the musicians on stage in a shocking public Except display of racism. Not towards the musicians. Cyrus was at the piano. It made me very sad. It's like, wow, even in this day and time, something like that, I would imagine happening back in 1940, 1950. But here, why doesn't someone 20, put the guy that did it together with him and he apologizes? We I, don't he'd, I don't think he'd apologize. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't directed. It's not the other people's fault. Tonight, the DSO addressed it. Even though the show continued, you know, that energy was still in the room. And minced no words. His ain't coming back ever. And inviting Cyrus Chestnut back, performed his own act of defiance in the face of ignorance and hate. Act of defiance. The wrapped these musicians in love as they played a short set. This is still deeply painful for Cyrus Chestnut and his musicians because to him this is so much bigger than just words someone yelled out. It was the comfort and ease in which these words were said in a public venue with a feeling of safety that there would be no repercussions or challenge. And that's why it was so difficult for Mr. Chestnut to return to the DSO stage. To sit down at the piano and then just look across and still at some point hear Hear, hear, hear that statement being thrown out into the atmosphere. If I do not I want him coming away, out on stage unless he's hard. I actually feel bad for this guy statement. that he thinks this person yeah, has credibility and was yelling at him. It sucks. I'm mad at the story, like the story how it's covered. Does she know something we don't know? Yeah, I, I guess, wanna, hopefully. I, I want to give some clarification because we've all been under the understanding, when I say all media, we've been under the understanding that that attendee, that audience member, has been banned. That actually is not what? the case. What? DSL knows who he is. They've got a picture of him. Apparently, they've made Dox contact. Him. They've made it clear he is not welcome back at this I thought venue. they knew whose guest he but was. But logistically and mechanically, it's very complicated to actually realistically ban yeah. someone. They are looking for the this story mechanism gives me a, a in order feeling to of do hopelessness. that. Should he ever even <laughs> There's want nothing to anyone can do. Their hope is that he will not. Pamela? All right, Paula, okay, thank so they you. were disinviting him. Oh, my God. This for all the dudes on the stage. All y'all gay. They, they banned that guy from uh, ever coming back to a Pistons game. Yeah. No, they didn't. Yeah, no, they throwing didn't. a paper cup. I'm sure John Green's been in Baltimore. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Come He's on. been back. But they don't want him back. Michigan Stadium banned the guy for touching Mel Tucker's head, too. That's right. That guy will be there next the Cubs year, Cubs fan was banned for playing the circle game. No, he is banned. That guy really is banned. How do you ban? You, don't, you, can't, you can't ban someone. I mean, they might not be able to buy a ticket legally, like directly from the cl from the club, but yeah, they can't. They can't. No circle slash can't people. know who that guy is unless he's a wanted poster. At facial the recognition, <laughs> just to ban some assholes. 
Hey, be sure to ask for Ghost Budsters wherever you get your weed. Uh, Ghost Budsters is available at all dispensaries, all your favorites. Not all. That's why they want you to ask. So they will bring it. But it's at Vibe, all locations. King of Buds in Monroe, Information, Entropy in Ann Arbor, Breeze in Hazel Park, Shango in Hazel Park, and where else, Brandon? The Dispo in Romeo. And the show is presented by Hall <laughs> Financial. Holidays can be expensive, as you're finding out with those credit card bills. Probably just getting around to paying those. And if you're paying those sky-high interest rates because you can't pay the full amount, Hall Financial might be the way to pay them off. Maybe you own a home. You want to cash out refi from Hall Financial to get out from under all that debt. Uh, call Hall Financial at 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And tomorrow's Carl. This is, wait, is this the, is Carl tomorrow? Yeah, he's going to be super yeah, in two weeks. That's right. Okay. Uh, Carl from these podcasts. And, uh, of course, football is over for the week, so we can get back to almost a uh, full normal show, kind of normal show. But there's only three football games left. I know, it's sad. And then we have USFL action. What? I saw the USFL had a big announcement today at Ford Field or something. I'm like, that's impossible. USFL cannot have a big announcement because nobody cares. Oh, but they keep running those ads like crazy during the games. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what is this bad football on TV? I thought we were in a commercial break. Is it in the spring? I think so, yeah. I don't know when the schedule is. Nobody cares. Uh, rate us five star on iTunes, especially on iTunes. Sure, the big announcement is that the Michigan Panthers are playing at Ford Field this year. I told you it was a big announcement. I'm excited. I still Let's bet go. you there will be 10,000 people there at the yeah, most. I'm one of them. Um, give us five stars on Spotify or any of our 77 platforms. And uh, we've got the Amazon portal, too, if you can buy things through there. It does help. And, of course, you have the donut bar, Donate Bar. No donut bar. Donate Bar. Donate on a one-time basis or a monthly, and we'll see you tomorrow. Football!